and welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Hey, hello. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I, I actually, I do have a few things. I just didn't want to tip my hands. Oh. <laughs> okay, you bastard. <laughs> well, I, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Who, who, who are you not wanting to tip the hand to? Uh, who, both of you. Whose reaction? Okay. Uh, both. Because when we talk about some things ahead of time. It gets pretty interesting, and then it, it never's quite the same. Oh, seems weird hearing the intro with, without the music. Yeah, I agree. That that is odd. Um, regardless, I uh, since you just recently posted the show where you and Shaft were discussing his trip at Disney World while he was at Disney World. Yes. And he showed offline. I heard you call me all kinds of names, and because <laughs> um, I literally had my Skype off, turned it on. You said I was logged in all the time, so I don't know if I was logged in. Just know. like this Wedway shows, they're logged in all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if uh, maybe the other computer was logged in from when last time Richard was here, and I just never turned it. On. Who knows? The kids use a computer over there for some schoolwork. It's the only PC in the house, and that, that's what they keep so. trying to convince you of that it's schoolwork. No, it is. I've seen it. We've had to install a, believe it or not, a one of the local community colleges has a math program that is only PC-based. And, well, that doesn't know, surprise me. She's got to struggle through. And, and the teacher hates it. She hates it. It prints out weird. It's, it's just a, main, a pain in the ass. But anyways, Richard said, or Richard mentioned a few absolutes. And you know me with absolutes, that it makes me curious and I okay. have to go. I have to go look at things. For instance, I, w- I was talking to my instructor at school the other night. About what? What were you talking to your instructor at school about? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Uh, I was watching aren't, the Hitler aren't channel. You gl- aren't you glad I asked? <laughs> yeah, I am. I, am. I was watching the sure Hitler channel. I was watching the Hitler channel, uh-huh. and he looked curiously at me. We went out to dinner, and I'm like, you're in broadcasting. You've never heard of the Hitler channel? Uh, <laughs> he just had never heard the History Channel, uh, called the Hitler Channel. But, you know, when it was first on, it was primarily World War II footage over and over and over. Correct. Uh, so, you know, Hitler Channel kind of fit. But there was this show about uh, Hitler and the occult, and it kind of caught my attention. I was flipping around, and, you know, we've downgraded a lot of services to cut costs, and one of the few things I do have left is the Hitler Channel. I don't have Hitler International anymore. Just yeah, Hitler. No, it, it's in a, it's a separate package. Yeah, it is. It, it really blows. But I still have a high-def station, so that's that's cool. So I get to watch black-and-white movies in high-def. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, you know, it's but it's in a film format, which yeah, yeah, lends it, itself yes. well to high-definition. Yeah, it's, it's pretty close to the same dimension. So. Um, they had said something about Hitler and his right-wing tendencies or his right-wing something. And we've been talking about how in you know broadcasting or journalism you should – you know, we should just re- be reporting the news, not adding commentary. And he was remembering the day when you actually used to have to put on the bottom of the screen commentary. You know, this yes. is opinion now. And yes. they, they, don't, they don't do that anymore because almost every piece of um, uh, news today has a bit of commentary added to it. You know, so they're spinning their opinions on it. So, and he went into the, you know, the Fairness Doctrine and uh, way prior to the fairness doctrine, you know, there was a there because there was a question in one of our exams: is news primarily for profit or for ratings? And we were just discussing. I said, "Well, aren't, aren't they tied? Aren't they the same thing?" Well, I, yes and no. I said, "Well, if you have the ratings, profits will follow." 
But what he was getting to was there was a time when every uh, public, publicly broadcast station over the airways had to present X amount of time of news. Because it was a public service. It was considered a public service, and deregulation in the 80s uh, got away from this. And then cable came in, and those guys weren't held to the same um, statutes because they're not over the airwaves. And, you know, of course, the FCC licenses all this because he kept saying the peoples. I'm like, you know, to me, the peoples sounds like the Soviets. You know, it was always yeah, the peoples yeah. this and the peoples, peoples that. Republic of, yeah. and, and, and the people really never had anything. You know, it was government control. He says, oh, yeah. He knew where I was going because, hey, I said, well, where's my cut? I haven't been seeing my share of those licensing fees coming back to me. So, you know, if you want to call them public airways, go ahead. But quite frankly, they're the federal airways because I'm not seeing my share. You know what I'm saying? But uh, my kind of my point was I don't believe in the day of Hitler. Probably right wing was used the way it is now. So what does the average listener get out of something when they purposely write something to say Hitler being right wing? Does that not link him to potentially the way right wing is used today? To the semi-uninformed, because a lot of people just sit there, you know, to news and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. They, they know what they're talking about. They're telling me. That's why I'm listening. And, oh, wow, Hitler was right wing. And, oh, Newt Gingrich is white, right wing. Well, Ooh, uh, you know, uh, okay. who else is I, right? You know, so you, you see where I'm going? I, yeah, I, yes. I, remember, I remember it being explained to me once on, uh, on one of my history classes where you go to the ultimate extreme of being left wing. You are at total com- – you're – Maoist, your Stalinist communism, total communism. If you go to the ultimate extent, the furthest extent of right wing, you are you're at swinging, fascism. Yeah, you're, swing, you're, you're swinging back the other way almost. Yeah, and I I brought up the very same question. I go, well, why do we still use the left wing, right wing? Because I people refer to you know Republicans as right wing, but they're far from fascist. And he goes, yeah, it's taking a lot of different meanings today. But some people do think it's fair, but but that's not because it's incendiary. That's why. Well, I know. Get your attention. It's being used as a pejorative. Um, Like I'm tired of being connected to the what they call the religious right. I'm religious, and I'm right, but I'm not what they're (laughs) trying to paint as this fanatical religious right. But you will never hear of an Islamic fundamentalist Muslim terrorist as being on the religious right. Because we don't even use those terms anymore. There are those people over there, or the Muslim. We, we'll never use that extreme terrorist thing under Obamacare, or I mean, uh, Obama, <laughs> or maybe I should say Obama's Freud, care, the Messiah's Freudian care. Slip here. But anyways, all right. So uh, that's not my my ultimate point. My point there was saying when I hear things that sound wrong, I tend to want to go look them up or discuss them. So that's that's where I'm at. Well, that's I, a long way to get to the yeah, word. Well, you know, I have to. Like you, give a lot of backstory to get to where I'm going. Yeah, but unlike you, I don't give you a ration of caca when you go through it. <laughs> no, because mine's usually a little more lucid. But uh, moving forward, <laughs> says <laughs> I <beg> you. <laughs> yeah. I beg to differ. Moving Anyways, forward. moving forward, I I know Richard values education because he talks about it all the time. And I know he values his children being educated because he talks about it all the time. 
And I know children are impressionable by their parents, especially when their parents constantly throw things at them and try to educate them and, you know, show them how smart they are. I'm not saying you're trying to show them you're smart or you're not smart and you're just trying to make yourself look smart. I'm just saying I'm going to be called a shit-sucking bastard again because I'm going to take you to task. Well, you are, but... You, you know, you told your kids that, you know, Cinderella Castle is X amount of feet. It's the biggest thing. There's nothing in Anaheim that large or nothing at Disneyland that's that large. Wait, and Cinderella Castle, nothing larger and, and than... Florida. Yeah, he... Because yeah, okay. yeah. you, you just said Disneyland and Anaheim, so... Oh, no, no. He's, he, he was saying to his kids that there was nothing in Anaheim that was that size. As tall he, he as trying, He was trying to give them, give them a comparison, saying the big A wasn't that big. Oh, okay. It was 18 stories, and that's, you know, it's roughly right, depending if you go by a 10-foot or 12-foot commercial story um, category. But, you know, it's 189 feet tall. It's, it's pretty tall. That's to the tiniest little thing at the top is 189 feet of tall. the big A. No, 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 no. Cinderella Castle. A castle, okay. I'm starting where you started, and you okay. told your kids there well, were... You, you, there you, was, you've been... Bouncing around, I wanted to make sure where we are. Okay, gotcha. Cinderella Castle is 189 feet tall. You should know that because you told your kids how big it was. Um, and you so you said they had nothing to compare to. You're trying to give them some kind of perspective of how big it was. Um, right. There's nothing in Disneyland that's that tall. Um, yes, there is. What's 189 there feet is. tall in Disneyland? Well, there is. The, the, the Disneyland Resort. Let's. let's I, oh, I know what you're talking about. What? I know exactly what you're talking. Tell me. Parterre. Yes, it's 199 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's, 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 let's not stop there. He said the big A wasn't that big. The big A is 230 feet tall. 230 feet tall. Now, he is correct. The Matterhorn is 147, so it's about 40, 40 more feet than that. Tower Terror is 199 feet? Yes. How Have your kids ever been to Snot's Berry Farm? Oh, parachute drop. Oh, yeah, parachute, no, parachute drop. Parachute drop's not even there anymore. Yeah, but that was up. That, well, that well, was up well, well, there. Wait, the stop, like stop. The question the is: Have your kids been to Knott's Berry Farm? Yes, they have. Okay. Supreme Scream is three hundred twelve feet. The Sky Cabin is two hundred twenty-six feet. Supreme Supreme Scream is over three hundred feet tall. Uh, I did not know that. Are, are you uh, obviously? There's a little education thing going on here. If you haven't noticed, um, th- now in Anaheim. Um, the Doubletree Hotel and the Four Seasons Hotel are 20 stories. Okay, I don't have the exact height, but if you let's just take conservatively 10 feet, that's 200 feet. There's Double two. Doubletree Hotel is over in Orange. Uh, Doubletree Hotel, Anaheim, City of Orange. Yeah, they call it the Anaheim one, 20 feet. But that's, you know, right in your little neck of, <laughs> neck of the hey, woods. You, you nitpick with me. I'm going to nitpick with you. Oh, that's, that's fine. Okay, the Anaheim Marriott Tower, so 19 feet. Or 19 stories. So there's 190 feet right there. Um, you know, I, I mean, I the two South Coast play. I, I think you even ventured as far as saying in Orange County, there was nothing that big. There's two towers in Costa Mesa that are uh, over 280 feet tall. What? Yeah. The- Which towers in Costa Mesa? Uh, they were called these. Oh, what were they? The I had them here. Are they right next to the freeway? Those two black towers. Uh, those are probably yeah. They called them like the South oh yeah, Park Tower, South Coast Plaza. Uh, is 240 feet. Uh, the Opus Center Irvine 2 is 246 feet. Opus Center Irvine. Goodness gracious. The Okay. The Anaheim Convention Center is 190 
feet. There's a one foot taller than a Cinderella castle. Um, what part of the convention center? The Disney's California Adventure Maliboomer is 185 feet. Oh, forgot about the boomer. Of course, it's pretty, gone. Pretty, pretty close. Have they started to rip that down, by the way? All the connections are, are being pulled on the bottom. They're pulling all the stuff in. They're supposed to move the crane in this next week. And remember I told you that there's this whole big memo that was going to be down within a week? The crane is going to be with us for a month. So, <laughs> obviously, it's going to take about a month to bring this thing down. So. <coughs> Yeah, because hopefully <coughs> cranes are expensive, so hopefully they have not scheduled it to sit there while they're preparing. It's, it, yeah, you know, they, they should bring it in for the only the time they need it because they are very expensive. Yes. Something something tells me that that Richard's education of the children and you know relative height of whatever was all based on you know Disneyland from 1982. You know why? Why? Why would you base it off of Disneyland? Because that's when he, you know, that's when he started working there, and then Disneyland of nineteen eighty two versus so, Walt Disney World so of nineteen eighty six. So I'm just saying, you know, it's, that's basically you're saying he's living in the past. Well, no, that, that would well, be all okay. of Anaheim, and because he said there wasn't anything in Anaheim, and maybe, maybe living in the past. I'm just saying you know, that you know he he learned his <laughs> spiel. He learned his spiel <laughs> twenty years ago, and he just stuck with it. You know, not not taking into account any kind of adjustment or change to the topography. That's, that's funny. That, that's that's a nice that's, that's a, a nice cover. But I know nice Richard's theory. all about accuracy. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, well, you know, we 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 have two kinds of complaints on our show. One that I'm a shit sucking bastard to Richard. That's a given. I mean, you, nobody really needs to complain about that. Everybody knows. I'm, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm a shit sucking. There's no bastard. changing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's not just towards Richard. It's towards anybody who. Pretty much everybody says something that just is so extreme that I don't buy it. Yeah, you know, Grant, I, I you know I got it handed back to me last week when I thought somebody said Joe Rhodes at Awani or Alani or whatever the the place is over in Hawaii. Yeah, Awani, like, yeah. What the hell's he doing over there? It didn't seem like his kind of project, considering other projects we know he's working on. That just didn't seem uh, like the right kind of project. Oh, by the way, we won't do it now, but remind me about WDI. There's some news. At WDI, this is going to make some changes. That I'm interested in what people are going to think about it. All right, so you know, down. and the other complaint is Richard talks out of his ass. That he 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 means well, but he doesn't always like open mouth interfere. Fa- he doesn't fact check he, first. He, well, we don't fact check a lot of things, but a lot of things come off as factual, and then we find out that um, you know it's not quite accurate. Okay, but do we? We don't position ourselves as knowing. No, no you, you know, you're, you're right. But when, if you were to say the sky is red, you would have to question that. So when you say something, you know, there's nothing as tall as Cinderella's Castle in the Orange County area, my, my, my hackles are like, what? You know, my, 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 my ears kind of going, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Exactly. Yeah. I'm going, what? You know. Um, so but I was, anyways. I was just watching the uh, Fifth Element. What's that guy's name? that ah! Chris Tucker. Is that yes, Chris Tucker? Chris Is Chris Tucker. Tucker in The Fifth Element? Yeah, he's that DJ guy. That oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that, uh, that show. Now, I'm catching up on some some old old stuff on uh, Netflix, but that one I have not, not seen. But um, the other thing was, because remember I said I thought someone had told me that Virgin Atlantic or Virgin was flying out of Orange County. Virgin America. And I went. To, Oops, sorry. 
It's all right. Actually, that was that was kind of appropriate. Uh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> crap. I I forgot to pull the thing down. <laughs> no, that was funny. Um, so I went looking, and, and though their website says they do, or I mean the the Orange County Airport, John Wayne Airport site says they do, but I can't find any flights that are currently going in and out of there. So maybe they're preparing to show up. And I said there were cheap flights and you couldn't find any. I thought, and then, you know, Richard, I finally got to hear why Richard went all the way to Palm Springs. And I'm thinking, geez, that's, that's just a hell of a drive to get a cheaper flight. So I thought I'd do my own little flight search today. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but you know, it's like, one like, did, that did, just... you re- did you bother to listening to the rest of the reason why I, we went out there? Um, yeah, I drop said, the car off uh, at the. Yeah. I, I said I listened, so you know I will, you know, continue with what I'm saying. Yeah, I cur- currently on the Virgin American website does not show John Wayne. No, you, you are correct. So either they're they're coming because on the John Wayne site, I thought I saw something that said Virgin America, but there are no flights going there. So maybe they're planning to do it, but they haven't done it yet. But the longer or the more to the point is, I went and I found they were they're out of L.A. right now. And they're flying for as low as like $159 one way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, nice. So then I checked the flight. You know, I started doing some comparisons. You know, okay, give me uh, LAX to Orlando. And I picked a couple days in December, you know, uh, a week, uh, return, blah, blah, blah. Check all the nearby airports. No Palm Springs. What the fuck? it's, It's close. I had to manually search for Palm Springs and put it in there because... The systems didn't consider it close. I don't know why. It considers some that are further away than Palm Springs, but it, it you know, I guess maybe it's not a, a big enough airport for it to, you know, really show up. I don't know. It, it just didn't show up. But, anyways, I found the flight that I want to take if I ever get to go again. Two fifty. Wow. We we've decided that we're going to our next flight. We're going to go in the morning, and then come as come home as late as possible. Uh, on yeah. the way back. Yeah, and it, it leaves L.A. at 8 7 in the morning. 7 8 gets gets there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Four. Wait, 4. Wait, I, I did a screen print. Go back. Not. Let me find it. Cause, uh, find what, okay, desk. what's the dates? Because I'm picking well, like, I picked three months well, away. I did December I, you 8th. Know, I did like yeah. December 10th through. So that was the other thing, you know, that because I don't know that I checked or that uh you know richard told us or we didn't ask you know it can be dependent on what days of the week you fly because certain days of the week are cheaper i think like wednesday to uh, wednesday to tuesday or thursday to to wednesday is cheaper than one other thing you've got to take into consideration too yes yes i went through priceline on name your own price what the fuck yeah because you know he likes he likes bill shatner right that's right. Gotta go with Captain Kirk. <laughs> oh my God, Richard! I can't believe you would actually do do that. All right, so I, I, I see. That's a site. That's a site I just don't trust. Eight oh five a.m. departure from LAX. Three fifty arrival in, in uh, Orlando. Okay, that, that sounds about right. So yeah, you get there three or four in the afternoon, and then the comeback time is awesome. Seven o'clock at night. I exactly see now. Nine four. Yeah. That's kind of usually the flight I've been doing with Delta, except I take the the red eye out, and then that seven o'clock back on Delta. But not at those prices. Yeah, two fifty, one fourteen each way plus fees. That's yeah, true. that's good. Yeah, and and 
Um, so then I thought, okay, Richard drove, and I rounded it off because I don't know exactly where his in-laws, but he, he drove at least 95 miles to go out to Palm Springs. Maybe further because I don't know exactly where they. they that's 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 close enough to the. It's not to be honest. It's exactly ninety nine miles door to door. Okay, so let's say hundred, roughly hundred miles. So that changes my calculation slightly. But you know that's an hour and at least an hour and forty minutes if you go uh, with, you know, the speed limits, and it's about twenty bucks in gas, versus six dollars in gas to LAX in about thirty five minutes. And that's based on the average MPG of the vehicle he has, based on Edmunds.com reviews of the vehicle. <laughs> um, okay, now, now you're at LAX. How much does it cost to be at LAX? How much does what cost to be at LAX? Keeping your vehicle stored over there. Ooh, yep. you, 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 ten bucks I, a day at least. Well, there's two choices, and you're right. There, there is that possibility of having to uh, leave your car. Uh, Super shuttle costs about twenty bucks per uh, person. Yeah, I think the more you go, I don't know if they round it down. I know when I was, I hate super shuttle, so I took a different shuttle service. And then I started to look at what that 70 bucks I just paid for shuttle, uh, for about 50, I could just leave my car there. When 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 I looked it up, it was like 22.50 per person, uh, whether it was LAX or John Wayne, didn't really matter. No, yeah, that's true. The sh- shuttle's about the same. But, you know, I, I look at time consideration. I don't know if I'd want to spend two hours on the road. To save, I don't. You know, I really don't know what was saved because I know Mike. One time you went down to San Diego, which is something I hadn't considered. Yes, actually, it was our last, our most, my most recent trip. Yeah. We flew it's in. It's not out of that San much further, you know, LAX or uh, San Diego. Uh, though I can do LAX in about thirty minutes late at night when I'm usually going. Um, you know, forty worst case. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, I just I, I was looking at the. The breakdown of prices. Uh, Long Beach was actually my favorite because I got valet parking. I found a coupon. It made it really cheap, and my car was literally, you know, ten paces from the terminal. Long Beach was the most expensive. Was the most expensive airport when when I was looking at the prices at the time. I was looking at them. Yeah, to go to Florida, you are you are absolutely correct. When we went to Boston, we were able to take JetBlue, and you get a straight flight to. uh, Boston, what I can't remember what that airport name in Boston is Logan. right now. Logan. Logan, thank you. But to go to Florida on JetBlue, which, which you know, a few years ago, Jet Richard Blue's insisted was stupid. the cheapest. It's stupid. You have to go to New York first. LA to JFK and then to yeah, MCO. Uh, it's stupid. Yeah, I, re- I remember the, uh, yeah, you have to go through JFK to get down to Orlando. But they kept talking about how great JetBlue is. Did you say, you say Orlando? <laughs> I said Orlando. Oh, okay. It sounded like Orlando. I'm like, that, that might not be too far off sometimes. Your, your, your mind's drifting. Orlando. But that's funny. The, uh, but, yeah, everybody, or I should say their ads keep talking about how great JetBlue is and their prices, but, man, they were expensive when I was looking them up. Well, <laughs> it, like I said, it depends on where you go. And you can't get to, there from here. No, straight JetBlue. to Boston, it was a great flight, and their service is absolutely fantastic. I, I would... I couldn't trade that flight for a better flight, but to go to to places that let's say aren't direct routes, no. You're, I mean, remember the day, Richard? I, I think this was the, your second time to Florida um, because you insisted your wife go to her graduation that she could have cared less about, so you didn't bring her with us on the, the trip the year before. There's other considerations. You time. you uh, you flew her out, or you guys flew through Chicago, I think, because in, yeah. in those days it was cheaper to go out of your way. Now, yeah. if you go out of the way, it's 
it's a lot more expensive. So you're trying to find a more direct route where back in those days, nonstops were very expensive and it was cheaper to, you know, take a route that wasn't so great. Yeah. Not, not so much anymore. I could not find out of Palm Springs a nonstop flight to. No. So you did stop somewhere else. Yes, I thought did. you. I thought you said you took a nonstop. Um, no, so I never said that. So you maybe we, I, we stopped. We stopped at Dallas Fort Worth both times, both directions. Oh, so you stopped in the middle. Yeah, because you kept saying how late you got in. I'm like, what the what the hell did you get in so late? I'm, I'm nonstop. You should be there. Yeah, and it, and it was annoying because we left at eleven o'clock in the morning, and we got out there at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. So here's the way I'm looking at it. To me, time is money. So if I'm going to take a two-hour drive, so if you have to be to your airport an hour to two hours early, depending on what you what you feel comfortable with, to get strip searched and felt up and prodded and, so, and now all for of some that, people that makes their day. You, it's very true. Some people do enjoy it. And depending yeah. on what airport, one time a day you have, the lines can be wholly a different situation. Um, I've actually been very lucky in the times I'm flying. I've never waited more than twenty minutes. At Orlando or at LAX or Orange County, and there was like no wait at Long Beach to do the bag checks. But I've heard all these horror stories, and I the lines have been a little longer in Orlando, but never more than 20, 20 minutes probably I've ever had to, had to wait. But if I had to take in consideration now two hours to drive out to my in-laws and then have you know get the crap out of the car. They're good, and maybe they just drove your car, and they just drove your car back. I don't know, but there, there's, there's, uh, how would you say that logistics there, right? There's, there's logistics. So then you've stopped, and you've got all this kill time, I guess, between your flights. Look how long you made your day. Did you really save that much money? Because in time, you've screwed your your whole thing up. Where if you just would have taken a half an hour drive to LAX, tanked the nonstop like you wanted to in the first place. You would you would have how probably much would been co- more relaxed. How much would did it cost to to keep the car at LAX? Uh, when I went to it would have cost, it would have cost a hundred dollars to take the super shuttle. Okay, it did not cost me a hundred dollars to leave my car. I because the la- I've been doing the shuttles for a while because I thought it was just easy, and then when Jimmy and I went, uh, we parked it at a lot. Um, right out the four hundred five freeway, and I want to say for the week we didn't spend more than. Sixty-five, seventy dollars for the week. Okay, so it's, it, you here, okay, with a coupon, you can find parking at LAX for like six bucks a day. Okay, here's here's okay. We're really interested. Seem very interested in my itinerary. Here's my itinerary. We went out the day before, and we uh, had so, now you, you, so you spent an extra day of dog dog kennel stuff. Yeah. Okay. We went out the day before. Uh, Spent time with my in-laws, had dinner there, spent the night, and then got up in the morning, had a nice breakfast, nice relaxed drive down to the airport, went through a baggage check. Now, one thing that I got to say about Palm Springs, man, between TSA and how you have to go through security over Palm Springs, that was nice. I, I, it was not a bother. It was <laughs> he not. likes getting felt up. <laughs> well, oh. you know. We always knew that, right? Those are blue hairs out there doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And and they were gentlemen and ladies. I mean, it wasn't the whole BS and everything. And when I was talking to Mike there in Florida, I go, man, I I feel good about flying again. I can go flying again. 
on the return trip, when we had to go through security there in Orlando, I felt like I should be mooing a few times here and there, and I felt the cattle prod pop up on me. Um, yeah, how, how, how long did you wait? At all. How long did you wait in Orlando? Just out of curiosity. I, 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 there was no wait. We got through security fairly quickly. Okay, so what the, was the, so bad about it then? You just was, you just acted like it was took you forever and you wouldn't want to fly again. No, it wasn't, you, it wasn't, now you're it, saying you, you breezed right through. So what's the difference? No, it's not a question of taking forever. It's a question of just you got to take off your shoes, you got to take off your belts, you got to empty all your pockets, you know, this, that, <laughs> thing can't go through. If they didn't just keep airplanes, those stinking cold Edward flip-flops. And you know what? You know, I... Oh, that, that and, you know, the possibility of emergency egress keeps was, me in wearing shoes. Was, was well, you can always, you can always wear Crocs. You look, you look at, <laughs> Sorry. You look at over half the passengers boarding the planes. They're in shirts or T-shirts, shorts, and flip-flops. Yeah. I, I, and, and, look, these are, okay. and these are your seasoned travelers. They know to wear shorts and flip-flops. So they look where you're passengers. going. I mean, you're going to a place that's going to be... Uh, that I, you know, I gotta say, uh, on the trips I've been in, I, I don't know that I've watched what everybody's wearing. I'm looking, I'm, I'm profiling. I'm looking for Middle Eastern guys ranging from about 25 to 30, <laughs> you know, or, or 18 to 40. I'm profiling. I'm seeing who's on my plane, and I'm seeing what they're doing. I'm not worrying about if you know Grandma's wearing shorts with you know spider veins and things like that. But you know, if you guys want to take I'm, that I'm kind glad, of thing, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're so limited on what you're looking for. But that's nice. Uh, but anyway, so so it really wasn't that difficult to get through Orlando. No, it's just a pain in the butt going through TSA. I can't stand going through TSA. No, but you know, it's the, it is there for a reason. See, and, see, yeah, to uh, take away our freedoms. Um, <laughs> so protecting the public is taking away your freedom? Yes, it is. That's interesting. So you, those, have, those, you have a right not those, to take shoes off in public? That's that's a constitutional right those, that you shouldn't those have to. That, those that give up a little bit of liberty for safety deserve neither their liberty nor their where, safety. Where oh, who said that? Did Tom, Thomas Jefferson said that. No. No, no. no. Oh, no, no. That was the, the old uh, uh, Oh, that was Franklin. Ben Franklin said. <laughs> okay, but that's not exactly what he said, and this is not applicable to this, because you're not giving Actually, up any liberty. Actually, close to what he said. There, there's no liberty given up because you're going through screening. And quite frankly, I heard somebody say this weekend, because, you know, everything's 9-11 right now. And if you hadn't noticed, I was I, I was in the hospital. Hospital. I was in the post office on nine eleven. Right, the guy in front of me made a joke about uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, about because no, 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 he, he was packaging. He sent a package. He goes, "Is there anything you know flammable? Whatever." All the things she asks, and he goes, "Well, yeah, yeah. you know, not this time." Or makes some joke, and she looks at him, not smiling. You do release today, sir. That today is nine is September eleventh, right? Oh crap! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Watching him backpedal is hilarious. Yeah, well, but you know, uh, I, I don't. I heard one guy commentary, and if you know, if we actually, if TA, TSA actually did their job and profiled and did the things they were, we probably wouldn't have to do this. But on the other hand, the Israelis, for example, have got used to this. And when's the last time you've seen an Israeli air flight? I can't remember um, the name of their their national. L L When's the last time one of them have had a problem? They don't because they don't mess around. You got it. And so, you know, I'm all for that. I don't feel like I've lost any liberty or freedom because I've got to take my shoes off and let them x-ray them. They want to swab my computer? Knock yourself out. Take your time. 
make sure that I'm not a terrorist. I don't really give a crap. Though the guy going by with the turban, they didn't check. Usually, okay, those are usually Sikhs, and they're not the biggest of the terrorists. But you know what I'm saying. You know, if what do you mean gonna, the biggest? There's never been a Sikh terrorist in the history. There you go. Well, how do you know? How do you know there's never? Don't say never. Okay. Yeah, because you know Greg doesn't like the absolute. Greg doesn't like. I, the I, might be, I might be looking that. Let up. Us, let's put it this way. I was reading an article that mentioned that all your Islamic history, extremism, not one of those people has been a Sikh. Uh, you Sikhs, know, I, I Sikhs are extremely peaceful people. Well, so are Muslims. Come on, it's the religion of peace. Greg, um, Sikhs are Muslims. I. That's what I said. Muslims are peace loving. Yes, but, they are. But um, what you know, a lot of people. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Let's back up a second because what I'm thinking is not because you know we went through all this after nine eleven. When people say those turban people, they're like, we're not the same. We're we're different. Uh, we're not. Well, forget. It. I'm, I'm not going to go down that road. It's, right. it's it's like going. It's like calling a Baptist a Catholic. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, you know what, it, I, what I'm saying? I don't know why we're talking about losing liberties. I don't know why don't, we're talking about I don't, that. Well, because you said we're losing liberties because we're we have having our bags checked. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we've been. You, did you lose liberty when they were using the x-ray machine? Were you bitching yes. them? Did, did, you show, did you show everything I had? <laughs> oh, my God, Richard. You're just arguing nonsense now, and it's, it's showing. The way you always do. No, not, yes. not at all. Anyways, so back to where you're going. Well, my my, I, I was just getting to the the whole disjointed travel package that it, now that we've dug in deeper, we find out okay, okay you went the night before, spent the night with the family. That's kind of cool. That's a very Greg, nice thing to do. Greg, it comes down to the basic opinion that you don't give a crack, and it's it's not it wasn't your trip. It was our trip, and this is the way we chose it, and we enjoyed no, it. No, I know, but you said you the, the way you portrayed it was all this money savings, and then I looked. There's really no money savings. You you chose well, it, an odd way to fly, and that's fine. And it ended up it, and, and ironically ended up being the cheapest ticket that was available at the time. I God, I just have a hard time believing that. I could you know I could not find a flight under three hundred dollars. Okay, when you go back and when, when, when you build the time machine, go back to that day. Oh, oh, oh. tell, tell <laughs> me for all for all the five different airports I checked out. Well, I, I say I I just did. They thinking okay, well maybe is this some back corner airport that I've you know would never cons- have never considered that maybe I I should consider on my next when, trip. No, when, no, when, I will I, I will I will grant you that when I first looked at it a week earlier. Palm Springs was more expensive than John Wayne. John Wayne had a cheaper ticket. But by the time I actually was getting down to the nitty-gritty and actually ordering the tickets, it had flip-flop, and the ticket prices had gone up at John Wayne. They had gone down at Palm Springs. And in the meantime, I ended up going through Priceline anyways on it, and I got a still yet cheaper ticket. Yeah, John Wayne's typically more expensive than LAX. I, I I just the fees are are higher there. I I just John, don't get it. John Wayne, when I was looking at him the whole time, were about even with LAX. Uh, the one that shocked the heck out of me, which I, like I said, going out of Long Beach with JetBlue, you know, I didn't expect them to be. I, okay, maybe they might have been a little bit more, but they were substantially more than anybody else. Uh, I was looking at the uh, three two three hundred dollar range. And Long Beach was over five, and Ontario, I was really surprised, was kind of expensive too. Yeah, it has its ups and downs. But I, once you know, I I checked out JetBlue based on your recommendation and found that for Florida, 
it's a bad recommendation. But going to other areas, you know, if it's if it's a direct flight, like if you're just going to JFK, you're just going to Boston, or you're just going to some of the other places that go, yeah. they've got great service. Their price is good. Or uh, Long Beach is a great airport to fly out of. Yeah. Um, it's it's awesome. It, it was it was funny when I was first looking taking the consideration of using Palm Springs. The first flights I saw were using the uh, twin prop jobs from uh, Palm Springs back to LAX. And then I saw I saw that. I'm thought you did stop. I'm thinking if he took that flight, I'm just going to bitch slap him. I was I was thinking of okay. doing that just because it looked like fun. My my last trip to Florida was San Diego. Uh, shoot, where did we change planes? Phoenix, and then. Uh, no, San Diego to Atlanta, then into Orlando. But coming back was Orlando to LAX to San Diego, <laughs> and we had to and we had to and we had to go from there to the commuter gate, which was you know walk across the the tarmac, get on the airplane, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then well, and it dropped us off at like nine thirty at night at the commuter terminal in San Diego. We're the only freaking airplane. <laughs> yeah, I hate changing planes, and in every instant that I have. I have always been bent over, given no KY, and just raped. And, and, and it's been a bad experience, not something I plan on giving a reach around to anybody Me, on. Bad and because will, you've lost a luggage or missed a flight? Okay. or Now, if I go back to 1986 when I flew with Richard, well, we didn't flew with Richard. We met Richard in the uh, Well, first, in, first in of all, we, or- we, we have to preface it that Greg's wife has a horrendous... I don't know if you want to call it jinx or something. Anytime she's on a flight, she always carries luggage with her because they always end up misplacing her luggage somewhere. It's just, you can almost count on it. And I'm it's, not really sure why he's going down this road because the only time she's lost well, luggage is the, on this trip to uh, Florida. But regardless, going back to the 1986 trip to Florida, Delta's hub is Atlanta, and it was very rare to get a nonstop down to Orlando in those days. Um, airport was much smaller. Um, I'm not sure if they were doing that many or they were just too damn expensive. But Richard flew from taking it from LAX to, to Atlanta. We flew from San Francisco to Atlanta, and then we got a, the same connecting flight from there uh, to Orlando. They, the time we got to Orlando, I had my military luggage only because I was doing a TDY in, in conjunction with my uh, civilian vacation. So I could have, uh, you know, we weren't supposed to wear are greens in those days out in public though you know today you see people in their bdus all the time uh we weren't supposed to so all, all i had was what i was wearing and the wife too and it took i think it took them a day to find it two days maybe now today you know you're not supposed to uh yeah well i think it was eastern airlines back then uh yeah, yeah, it was. You're right. I don't think it was Delta. I think it was Eastern. Someone's typing this on. I, on yeah. I, I flew uh, Eastern yeah. when I was in the military too. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it was Delta because I don't think I've ever flown Eastern. Although it might have been a, I don't know. Yeah, Eastern was a really big one back then. But anyways, um, and and Karen, the same thing. All all we had were like jeans on. We get into this hot, humid environment for <laughs> like a day or day and a half till they found our luggage. Now today, luggage isn't supposed to fly without you. You know that's part of the whole nine eleven. Uh, security thing. Unless you're going to Amsterdam. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> unless you're a Middle Eastern terrorist, then it doesn't work that way. But <laughs> grandma and the rest of us all have to conform to, to this kind of stuff. Um, so now when we went to, to Pennsylvania recently, we had to, I couldn't find a nonstop into York, Pennsylvania, or it was uh, Harrisburg. 
of Pennsylvania based on a recommendation of a local rather than go to Philadelphia. And thank you for that. Uh, that was uh, Matt from PA. He says, that's like stinking LAX. Don't go there. Go to this other airport. It's like SNA. I'm like, that's all you got to say, you know. So we did. We have to stop in Chicago, the worst airport on the planet. And what was supposed to be like a three and a half hour layover, which I didn't like, but the time you get yourself on the plane early, maybe it's two, two and a half, you know. Um, eight hours later, we <laughs> were maybe getting on the plane. I even, I even called my car rental guy. I said, dude, you know, he says, I know we're following the flight. Uh, uh, well, someone will be here. <laughs> we, we got to this airport. It's kind of, kind of like SNA. No flights come in after, you know, a certain time or maybe only one or two. Uh, you know, we're like walking up to the window and there's nobody there. We're thinking we're going to be stuck out in the middle. You know, I have nowhere, uh, no idea where I am. And I think he was sleeping in the back, but, you know, he, he got himself up. And But every time I've had a connecting flight, I have always been screwed or have huge layovers. I don't want – it's like, like when Richard and I go to Vegas, he likes to stop. I don't. I'm all about getting to yeah, no, ah, no, no, stop. Get there. You know the way. Unless it's a trip where it's, okay, we're stopping here to do this. We're stopping here to do It's a road trip of stops. To look at the Make, giant, the biggest ball of twine and the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the exactly. biggest. You know, if, yeah. you're, if you're traveling with, uh, what was that movie with, uh, uh, where he yeah, was, no, 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 Michael, um, Michael the Archangel. And they, yeah, that was the John Travolta, wasn't it called Michael? Yeah, exactly. And he made him take all the back rows. He wanted to stop at the largest frying pan, the big yeah. ball of wine, all that. Yeah, those kind of trips are cool when it's when you're planning those kind of trips. Uh, but when I'm getting to Florida, it's not about you know seeing the sights or stopping in airports I don't want to stop at. It's getting there as quickly as possible. You know, point A to point B, nonstop. Well, the cheapest I'll, I'll flight out there. I'll, I'll say that you know that that was my intention. I would like to get a, non, a nonstop. It's just you know this just happened to be the flight that I got onto, and it wasn't that I, bad. I only had a uh, I had a, a sixty-five minute layover going out there, or no, I guess it was about an hour and a half layover going out there, and I had a forty-five minute layover coming back. So the, yeah, those don't and, sound too and, bad, but when you and put the gates were right next to each other. Oh, so. that's because in Chicago we had yeah, to do the two concourse change, the, the famous the concourse. Dash, that, yeah, that long tunnel, and then you get over there and your flights are canceled or whatever. Um, so yeah, maybe or I moved them to a different gate. <laughs> then it's back on the other side again. Yeah, and interestingly enough, Chicago doesn't have a lot of restaurants in the airport. We found one. Um, a lot of food courts. A, a lot of food courts, though. I, you know, we believe well. There's a lot of little like carts and stuff. We were looking. We wanted to kill time. Four hours, right? So we were looking for like, a, you know, we found a Chili's and it was barely a Chili's. You know, they, it was kind of like a bar that was Chili's and had these tall tables, you know. So, uh, you know, because my wife is in her, my daughter's height challenge, you know, their feet are dangling. Excuse me. And they didn't really like that. <laughs> nice. Awesome. <laughs> At that, uh, Perfect time. Did you get any on you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was careful. I had Chili dogs. I was trying to avoid oh, that. God, I'm so glad uh, about the same route with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no beans in that chili, so it's it's fine. Well, you know, there's also when when my wife was coming back across country and she had a layover in uh, Phoenix. Her flight coming into Phoenix was late, and she literally was she was at one end of one terminal, and the flight she had to go out catch was at the other end of the other terminal. And she was literally running through the concourse, and they were closing the doors as she was getting up, and she barely made it. 
Yeah, I've, I've had one of those in Chicago. That, that uh, would be Chicago. My, my nightmare is getting something like that. See, that's another reason I don't. I, and I, maybe I heard you say you wanted the nonstop, and you didn't. And I didn't hear the other part. But you know, I because I, I, Mike's like, don't don't ask. This is a convoluted story, and I listened <laughs> to it, and it's not so convoluted now. But the way you told it, when I listened to it, it was very convoluted, and it made really. Not a lot of sense, you know. So now that you've explained it, you stayed all night, that sounds very good. But you said, well, it saved you leaving your car. So it sounded like you drove out for two hours, switched your bags, went to the airport. Not that it really gives, I give a fuck, but, you know, you you presented it as this great savings of money. And I'm thinking, God, the two-hour drive out there, all this time. That doesn't sound like savings. It sounds like my mother who will drive, you know, 10 (laughs) miles down the street to get a penny off of gas. And then she'll drive back the other way to get five cents off the can of Coke, then go to that. Remember the days and the, the calm when the guys used to, you know, kill each other for the, the clip the coupons. I'm saving 10 oh. cents on, on hot dogs. Is that the brand you usually buy? No, but they're 10 cents off. Yeah, you know, those hot dogs are a dollar more than the one you usually buy. Coupon clippers or people that drive halfway across the their their drive home they go the opposite way to get you know 10 no. cents off some beer it's just have you, amazing have you, seen, have you seen that latest state farm commercial uh um, the driver at the gas station the driver's like i don't need to hear your two cents about how i save two cents no because they're no, giving the crap about driving around town to save two cents of gasoline no i haven't yeah. seen that the only time i make a, a decision to drive where I'm not going to drive when there's four, you don't see those too many anymore, but you used to see a station on every corner. Yeah. You know, and you look, 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 look. Okay, I'm going okay. there. And you, and you wonder how the other three get business? Yeah, exactly. Here's, here, okay, here's the, here's the last thing I'll say on this because basically I'm getting tired of this subject. But, <laughs> but I, when, when, we were, when we were making the plans on it, I was trying to take everything into consideration, not just the cost of the airfare. But yes, the cost of the time involved on it, plus the cost of, okay, if we used Super Shuttle or if we left the car there, uh, how would we feel about that? You know, the, I was trying to take all that into consideration when push came to shove and it came time to uh, actually uh, pull out the credit card and start making a purchase. It ended up that Palm Springs was by about three or four dollars cheaper than John Wayne doesn't sound like much and it isn't much yes i spent more on the gasoline going out there than i would have saved by just going to john wayne but in the meantime visited the in-laws they got to drive us down i left the car at their house and i didn't have to worry about anything you you must get along with your in-laws a little better than i do no my i get along with my in-laws but i usually don't want to go stay overnight at their home but you know if you would have went to sna i would have given you a damn right i mean geez uh yeah I mean, I and, I, and I thought of it. I, I did, did think. Not like about I got it. anything I to do, you know. But I didn't want to burden you at the time, so. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I know you pulled a surprise. I didn't even know you were going to. You were on that really bad phone call. Um, Just, did, you, did you did you ever get on Everest? By the way, because when you left us on the phone, you didn't think you could squeeze it in because you had so no, much I, other things to do. No, I, we didn't make it back over to uh, Animal Kingdom, which was how do you how do you go into Animal Kingdom? Not, Thank you, Mike. Thank, I'm going to push the mic away and let you be this. Seriously, shit how do you walk into that park and not make an effort to go on Expedition Everest? The day, the day that we were there in the park was like the second day we were in the resort or something. And personally, I was still, you know, I was, I just wasn't in the in the uh, mood to go on it. I still was a little. What do you want to say? A little motion sickness for some reason. I don't know what. 
but I just and I'm going. Ah, we'll come back to the park, you know, later on in the trip. And, and you never did. Then. And we never made it back. See, and yes, I am very disappointed that I didn't make it on, but I do look at it as it's something to look forward to on the next trip. I made it to seven, you know, I seven made, years later. Yeah. yeah, seven years later. I, you know, I, I was when your heart can't take that it. I made it back on, that <laughs> I made it on to uh, space because I missed space literally by hours. You know, uh, it's 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 funny because this is the reason why I don't like to follow some of those people's touring plans, you know, that'll make spreadsheets for you. And what they'll do is they'll tell you like, go here and Get grab a fast, a fast, fast. fast. Don't, yeah. don't ride. Now run across the park and ride that. Then go back across the park and do this. Now go caddy cornered over there. And it's this complicated touring plan, you know, grab the fast pass and just ride it. Because then if you want to go back later, you've got a fast path. You know, if there's no line, it's kind of my, my theory. They have a fast path, take it. Maybe you'll need it later. If not, I think I need to develop an app, an app for trading fast passes, you know. so you're Oh, and there's fast pass clearinghouse, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But um, you just kind of got to, you know, you go into Epcot, you go on left or you go on right. Just like when, when Chris and I went to, uh, to Disney World, we met up. We never, you know, we talked once or twice uh, on Skype, and that was about it. Didn't really know each other. So, hey, okay, so we met up at uh, our resort. We were both staying at Pop. We went to the, the the Kingdom first because you know he was familiar with Disneyland. Let's let's do the park that's similar first. How do you like to travel? I'm easygoing. You know, did the whole thing at the, the train station. Blah blah blah. We're just walking down the street, snapping pictures, doing video chit chat. Hey, we got to the end of the street, left to right. Nah, let's go left. We're just cruising. Now, someone else joined us up later that slowed us way down because. Everything was difficult to do, stop, do this, stop, do that. But, you know, you just, by noon, we had done almost everything that was big in the Magic Kingdom. By just taking it easy and going in one direction, do this, do this, do this. Do we really want to go on that spit and camel thing? <laughs> spit and camel. No, but, you know, maybe <laughs> that's something we could come back for. But did we skip, you know, like the Jungle Cruise or Pirates or Splash? No. Those are the big ones. So you, you just do them on the way around. So I understand why you may have skipped it, sort of, but not really. I mean, how do you go in that I, park? I, I really, seriously, I, the park, that park has got, what, three things going for it? You yeah, know, you aside, got, aside from level of detail, okay, and, and the true immersiveness of the place, but the safari, Everest. Well, I got to remember, we didn't dinosaur, spend the whole day Dinosaur, maybe? We, we didn't spend the whole day in the park. We got into the park there probably about noon. About, yeah, I'd say about noon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. What? what? We went over to the Magic Kingdom first because Magic Kingdom had the early entry. The, the, uh, the extra park hour. Park Hoppin' Fools then. Yeah, and, well, I, I like Park Hoppin'. So. I, I have no problem with that. Either. And, just... and, that and, and that was that was also kind of the fun too. And um, then... I originally wanted to try to go over to uh, the uh, oh the hotel over there, Animal Kingdom. Well, we started doing that, and that just really became a waste of time. And we just got back on the bus. We just went right back over to Animal Kingdom. So we got into Animal Kingdom about one o'clock or so in the I'd say between twelve and one o'clock in the afternoon. Went and got some lunch, and then went to uh, the Kilimanjaro. We ended up doing that one twice. And then went on the uh, River Rapids, you know, and then start, you know, start traveling around to the, uh, wanted to get Dinosaur, and a couple of the others. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. When, you know, when, 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 when we walked past Everest, just 
wasn't ready in the mood at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm seeing this little comment by David. You know, he's scared. You know, it's it's still it's. He, he is. I'm he's not, scared. I wouldn't say I'm scared, but thrill rides aren't my biggest. Uh, not a zoo. <laughs> not my biggest thing. Yeah, I I now you you just reminded me of something that you're probably going to regret. You reminded me of, and I, this, this is again something I don't get. You, you you would travel well with my mother, but. You probably wouldn't travel well with me in this day and age. Back when we were younger, it was different. We were single, blah, blah, blah. You went out on a wet day. I mean, a day to just get wet. You do know they have lockers to hold your stuff, right? That, you know, you could <laughs> free, free lockers. They, they don't charge you next to the water, right? So you can put your stuff in there, go ride. It's hot enough to, you know, at the time of the year you went, you probably really wouldn't have to worry about being wet for too long. Splash gets you wet, but you're not going to get totally soaked. In fact, I got I got wetter before I even got moving on the right. Chris and I come around. You know, you come up that first little uh, hill, hey, it cru- was, cruising around yeah. the corner. Here comes these big old like water streams that both hit our cameras. We're like, oh, you know, we're like, you know, that quick cover up of the camera. We just we got wet yeah. more wet there than even on the drop because their drop is like spitting on you compared to the Disneyland but, one. You know. And like barfing on you practically. You know, say you know, it was the trip that we did. I enjoyed it. I, I know you, you. You're a different type of traveler than I am these days. You're much more about going back to the pool and taking time. You know, I'm not. Vincent is. Vincent would. I, I'll. I'll. I'll give Vincent to go with you because he likes to. You know, go back, hit the pools, waste a lot of time, uh, watch. You know, the the girl likes to want to go it's, back. It's, and it's watch only. A wa- it's only a waste of time if it's not what you want to do. If well, it's what you it, want to do, then it's well, not a waste of time. To a point, yeah, but I, I kind of looked – the first few trips, I looked at it like this. I just paid how much to fly there. I paid how much to stay in this hotel and get all the tickets. By the last couple times, and the kids were old enough, we're like, screw it. You want to go back and watch Hannah Montana in the room? Knock yourself out. We're staying in the park. But when they were younger and we didn't want them wandering around on their own or wanted them at least in the same park we were at, it was different. Now that they're older, knock yourself out. Um, but, you know, when I had all – you know. The money on the line, especially the first trip I took in 19 years, I wasn't sure if I'd make it back. So I wanted to make sure I yeah, got, get know, it all done. got everything in. Yeah. Now, as, as time went on and we got to go again and again, and I was taking the extra trip for all the podcasting research and business I was doing during uh, MouseFest. <coughs> nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then it became a little more relaxed. Well, okay. By not, the way, David, not, yes, I did. I enjoyed that one thoroughly. I liked it. But what did he ask you? Because... Rock and roller coaster, yeah. I lo- rock and roller coasters, a lot of fun. Um, you know, then it became more relaxed, well, fat and happy. We had ten days. I thought I'd have so much time, and there was all these little extra things I wanted to do. <laughs> we didn't get to some of the things, though. We did take a day to drive around Celebration, which I had never done. Uh, which I, you know, it, I, I had it was kind of guilty pleasure in a way. I felt like I was wasting my money, <laughs> but on the other hand. It was kind of cool to see because it was a master plan community. It's a community that, quite frankly, I've been to seminars where they talked about it. I'm like, God, I got to see this one day. So I finally got to see it. Um, so that was kind of cool. But uh, and, yeah, and that's, I, that's why you know I, I enjoyed. We went, went walking around. We walked around the uh, lake uh, a couple times at night around Crescent Lake, walked over to the boardwalk, took a look at the different things around there, walked over to the Swan and Dolphin, walked over to the miniature golf course. You know, did, you, did you play miniature golf, by the way? 
uh, almost one night and so no, you didn't play. It was no, that <laughs> easier answer. Yeah. It, it was yes or bullshit excuse. No, no, it's, it's no. You know, it's it's interesting. And they're, we were going to go back to it. Never went back to it. Their miniature golf courses are a little different than ours. I uh, I don't yeah, know how. No to, little how windmills. Well, no, not only that, it's like, you know, compared like how our track homes, right? Everything's got curbs. Then you go to Florida, you're lucky to find curbs. You might find rolled curbs, uh, curbs, if you know what that is, Richard or Mike. You know, it's, and it's so, it's not all these, like, it's a um, curbed in miniature golf courses where, you know, it's a straight, it's a 45, it's a circle. You know, it's more, more like a, Real golf, golf course, course is like shrunk, yeah. miniature, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, the wife always insists, you know, to go out and do other things. So we end up doing usually one day, you know, out of the bubble, which is always. Uh, I always have a good time. I never wanted to do it, but then I always have a good time uh, going out and doing that stuff. But we have done water parks. So we have broken up today uh, and done uh, done that. Well, kind of our thing. first trip there, we had to because it's freaking August. It was hotter than balls. So well, yeah, also your kids were pretty small that time too, yes, weren't they? Yeah. So, and I avoided, I, 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 I avoided those years of real young kids because it, I, I you know, it, I got a, a, a small amount of pleasure, Richard, listening to you say that uh, Spencer didn't remember his trip at all, and uh, Alex barely remembered, and only by pictures, yeah. which kind of proved my point. But and nevertheless, did they have a good time this time? They had a blast this time. Yes. Good. Good. And are, would they like to go back? Uh, they're already trying to convince me to do another <laughs> this next year. So when when you actually ask them next year, do you want to do a road trip or go to Disney World? You don't even need to ask, you know. Um, probably not. Therefore, I'm not going to ask. Yeah, who are the road trips for? And who are the Disney World trips for? All the above. Ah, <laughs> uh, bullshit answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike knows where I'm going on that. <laughs> So, all know, right. If, so if, we, if we go on our past road trips, they they will tell you that they did enjoy Tombstone. They did it. They their uh, our next trip is to uh, our next trip that's already been planned is uh, back up to Yosemite. They're very much looking forward to that. I, so. Okay, I don't know how you do that because when when we're rolling with with my kids, hell, we're, I mean, we're going to Disneyland and we're halfway there. They're like, "Are we there yet?" I'm like, "Are you seriously? <laughs> Take a look out the friggin' window. You know where we are." And they're just so absorbed about what's going on in the car, and they just realize, oh, it's been too long. And they start nagging. Yeah. So, I, I, I you know, really, <laughs> your kids just look out the window and go, yay, more desert, and be happy with that? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there and, yet? And so so they gave you that crap, right? Is that what you're saying? No, they, they, no, they don't give me that crap. My kids don't give me that crap. They know better. He'll beat them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy that asked me, do you think I should get a TV in the car? Because I really want them looking out the window, not playing video games oh, and gosh. watching movies. And you, you know, know, most you know, people I know, how can I afford that so I can occupy yeah, their time? <laughs> uh, exactly. Quiet. Peace and quiet. Because you know what? When you got two of them in the car, see, when there's one of them, I don't mind answering questions. Hey, Dad, what about this? And we talk about whatever. I'll answer every little BS question they have. But when it's the two of them, they don't bug me. They bug each other. And then, you know, not even 10 minutes down the road, they're slapping each other, poking, fighting, screaming, yelling, whatever. And that's just what I don't want to deal with. Food fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Try having three of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's uh, and then getting them to agree on what to watch on the TV. That's another fun thing. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We we went through those years because we uh, until the daughter got a little fender bender in the car that had all that stuff. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of cool to have. Uh, and in fact, when we went to Tombstone, I was driving. Well, this time, you know, we went on a two car trip because we went with uh, Karen's uh, best friend, and uh, once we were. In our location, because again, I'm the kind of guy that's going to park myself and I'm going to drive places from there, not keep changing hotels. Uh, so once we got there, we could fit everybody into one car, but with all the luggage, we needed two cars. Um, but her car had all the, you know, the the uh, TVs and all that. So while we're driving to Tombstone, they are watching tombstone <laughs> so, yeah, i'm driving i'm hearing all this stuff and that because she wanted me to drive so i'm driving to her her car but all i'm hearing is you know uh i'll be tombstone on ground. Yeah, exactly <laughs> i'm hearing all that but you know what as much as that you some people might say it's not accurate it is accurate and whatever your arguments were they were prepared when they got there to kind of see where all this happened you know and funny it, enough it's it's a good fun flick and yeah, and you did notice when you went there that his mug is on all the mugs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not um, the other one, um, Kevin Costner, who did his around the same time. No, Wyatt it's Earp. all it's all Kurt Russell. It's all Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's they they've kind of made that uh, tourist trap even more of a, a tourist trap. Uh, yeah, well, it was funny. The uh, we stayed at the Holiday Inn over there at uh, Tombstone in Tombstone. And uh, every night in their uh, the room that where they had the breakfast during the mor- in the morning, but every night Tombstone's playing in there on the big screen, so that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it sounds like you know you had your good style of trip. It's just now that we've dug in deeper, I feel better about your trip. I was like, God, this. Well, I'm, sounds, I'm glad you felt you know, good about my trip. Yeah, you know, I want to feel good that you had a good time. You know, that you're able uh, to go. Yeah, I, I, I had fun, and I, and I had, and I had, uh, you know, I, I looked back even more the day we went out of the bubble and we went up to St. Augustine. That I really enjoyed that day too. That was because you, when we went to St. Augustine in '86, you, I think, were already gone. Yeah. Uh, now, when you went seven years ago, did you guys go out of the bubble? Um, I want to say no. I don't think we went out of the bubble at all. Which was, it was well. The prior two trips, we only spent like four days there because it was part of a trip that we also went and saw some friends up north in Georgia. Yeah, and then in '86 we took you out to. Well, we all went out to the Cape, which right. And yeah, you know, okay. and I and that was you know the day out of the bubble. I really wanted to go to the Cape on this trip, um, but of course, I this is one of those cases where I was extremely overruled by the wife and kids because they all wanted to go see the lighthouse at St. Augustine. Because they'd so, seen it on Ghostbusters, they right? Saw it on oh, Ghost Ghostbusters, Hunter. yeah, nice. Ghost Hunters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, G, instead of G and Grant, we got uh, Venkman and, uh, yeah. That's funny. Bangalore. Uh, um, yeah. But, yeah, they really wanted to go see St. Augustine. I wanted to go see, uh, because you had shown me some of the pictures you had taken up in St. Augustine, and it is the oldest uh, still-occupied uh, city in North America, right? It, well, I, I think you can take the occupied. I was always taught it was the oldest city in America. Well, James, Nor- Jamestown, North America. Would be, Jamestown would be older, but it was abandoned. And But anyways, yeah, it's it, they're coming up on celebrating their uh, quincentennial. 
500 years and I wanted to see the uh, forts, the, the, the big fort, well, one of the big forts that are up there. So, yeah, it was a good, I, I really enjoyed that trip. That was a nice, uh, nice drive up there. Uh, did not expect to see Daytona. Didn't realize I was going to drive right next to it. That was cool. Yeah, because uh, you're such a big NASCAR fan. Aren't yeah, you? well, come on. Who isn't a NASCAR fan? <laughs> everybody <laughs> watches, everybody watches. Oh, your neck is showing, Bubba. And then. Yeah, just like uh, we've been told soccer is the biggest sport in the world, and we find the numbers don't support it. Um, every, so. everybody, everybody knows who uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt is and, of course, who he was, and Dale Earnhardt Jr., and everybody knows who uh, – uh, oh, I'm, pic- I'm picturing him, uh, the UPS number 88, um, but the other Dale. I have no idea who you're talking about. Danica is about the only yeah, one. Yeah, Danica no. Patrick. No, who is it uh, the other Dale – Mike drove the UPS car for years. UPS. Obviously, no, we don't, I don't watch. I don't NASCAR. know. I, you know, not a NASCAR fan. Sorry. Anyways, wait. Let's look. Wait. Let's look at the stream. Let's see if someone's telling you. Dale Jarrett. See, yeah. I knew someone listening. <laughs> yeah, now that I wouldn't have got Dale Earnhardt. I've heard of him. You know, but um, you know, Andretti is probably the only other person I've heard of, and he was an Indy. Uh, yeah, he was an Indy car driver. Cart. Yeah, he's cart. He's not uh, NASCAR. Well, that was before they had all the But separation. they have four generations, the Andrettis. Yeah, yeah I think they're Andretti. So I'm, I'm talking about uh, you know, Al Unser. How can I, mean, I forget Richard Penny? I mean, there there are some household names that you might know and not watch NASCAR. But I, I'm not that, really – something about watching cars go in a circle. Just don't, don't – I watch it for the wrecks. Yeah, like everybody else. But that see, that comes from, right, you know, uh, why roller sports bringing hey, you – I was about to say that. What was that opening? <laughs> that was <laughs> the, thrill of, the thrill of victory, the <laughs> agony of defeat. The agony of defeat was always that uh, ski jumper. Here. Yeah, that, yeah, that was great. That that was the good old days. That was a good show. And you're right. I probably would have only watched it because it had been on that and the whole family. He had one TV in the house, and everybody kind of watched yeah. whatever. So you watched what Dad wanted to watch, for crying out loud. You only had exactly. CBS, NBC, and ABC to watch. Yeah, now you know I get overrode, overrode by all the you know the female stuff. So, but anyways, uh, so yeah, I know. I just you know I, I'd like to hear that you had a good time. I'm disappointed you didn't do Everest. And uh, though you know, I wanted to get back to your frou frou thing. Um, oh, let me ask t- answer Tigger's show or question real quick. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. So, oh. well, I put out a new IMW today. It's actually an IMW ATS uh, at the Cinema. Uh-huh. So. Both places have – though the At The Main Street Cinema is a much larger file. It's 14 gigs. The um, Imagining My Way version is a 420-something megabit file. So the the size is much different in quality and size and all. It, it's, if anybody's interested, it's the Behind the Steam Tour uh, from Walt Disney World where we went back to the Roundhouse and did all that. So oh, it's, that's a little, it's a little, little over – it's a little – yes, it's a little over an hour. Um so, anyways, no, no, got bullshit bonus stuff. No, there was no uh, uh, bonus. Yes, this is my proprietary app. No, no droid shit. Okay. So, uh, back to uh, uh, before, before you said. That, oh, I wanted to go back to your your mention about the. Uh, this this is something that you know Mike and I both questioned you, but I I think I've got some extra things to add. You mentioned that the menu seemed to be changed, and nobody here that's, and I don't think in our um, um, chat, have been there recently or recently enough. I don't know. 
But my daughter happened to be watching something on the Food Channel or Travel Channel. Or so I'm like, what are you watching? I went back to her room. I could, I could hear it. And they were talking to some chefs and stuff at, at Disney World. And they were talking about, you know, it's kind of like the social engineering thing, like you were mentioning at Disneyland. Oh, you know, you can get away from the fries and you can have some of this. Or, you know, maybe oh, you don't have to have crap. the Coke, you uh-huh. can have some of this. And they were showing us a lot of these different menus. And then they showed like uh, uh, Albert's and what, you know, what's that? Victorian one? Yeah. Albert's. They were showing that, and they were showing some other. You can, I guess, you can sit at the chef's table there. Um, so they were, and it did look like a lot of frou frou. But then I'm also thinking, I know the places he ate at, and none of those places are really frou frou restaurants, other than maybe the Brown Derby. Um, I know the California Grill is all that, you know, goat cheese and bullshit that they think we eat here in California. <laughs> yeah, um, it's what it's what people of Florida think. People of California eat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that Hollywood look at what. They think, you know, I think it's that kind of a uh, connection. But um, apparently, it looks like maybe some of the restaurants have gone to that. But I also know Richard doesn't have much of a palate outside of hamburgers and uh, French fries and that sort of thing. And bullshit that he can't eat the ribs because every time I've been with him, he eats pork somewhere and then regrets it later. So he shouldn't, but it's not like he doesn't eat pork now and then. <laughs> And, call, and, and, and you, and and you have regretted it as well. Uh, Columbia House, uh, Harbor House is extremely fruitful. Really, that must be a recent change since I've been there. Because uh, that was the old Ricky Finger place. Yeah, chicken fingers and fish and shrimps. Real fruitful, <laughs> yet bigger thing. <laughs> but um, so, okay, apparently here's... they have entered the... But okay, let's look back. How many times Richard comes over here sometimes for you know to eat before we do the show? Where do you want to go? He... he it's like pulling his teeth to get him to go to the Japanese restaurants. He'll do it like once every six months. I'll get him to the Japanese restaurant. So you know he's not going to Japan to eat. You know he's not going to China to eat. I can guarantee you he's not going to Morocco and eat. Uh, <laughs> no no chilled monkey braids? Ironically, I did eat in Morocco. And oh, I, that was fast food? Or you went to the restaurant in the back? No, we didn't go to the restaurant in the back. We stayed up towards the front and had the uh, little buffet thing that was up in the front. Oh, there. well, good for you. It, it, it's, I guess you would consider it fast food, but it was still uh, good. Okay. Yeah, Tigger saying Liberty Inn. Yeah, hot dogs and hamburgers at Liberty Inn. That's always a guarantee. I, You know, you probably could eat in Germany, though I would guess you probably wouldn't want to. But it's it's meat and potatoes. just got that kind of German you know, swing to it. France, I bet you wouldn't eat in France, though, you know, the snails aren't real attractive to we, me we either. Did eat, we did eat in France. Uh, not in the restaurants. We had lots Look, of pastries. Pastry. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That was, that's really fun. There you go. They also have quiche. They have quiche. quiche. Oh, real men do not eat quiche. Uh, see, now exactly. you, you probably would eat in uh, the Mexico uh, pavilion, I'm guessing, though I, I'm trying yeah. to think the last time I've been to a Mexican restaurant with you. Um, that was good. Enjoyed that. So, short of that, I mean, you, you, the, there's the Liberty, uh, Liberty Tree Tavern. I mean, there are some some normal-type food. I know you, you like to just run up and get the fast food and get out. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I do tend, and I would say the family is even more so uh, fast food. Have, have, you, have you given them, I mean, do you really know? I mean, we used to kind of be like that. Don't get me wrong, but it usually was a price point thing, um, and, and that's also that was also a consideration. There was in the price as well, um, but no, where I think where I think I came on the frou frou idea, and it wasn't even a comment. It wasn't even an observation on my part. It was an observation on my wife's part. Is how much tofu? I mean, just about you go to anything 
any restaurant. I mean, whether I mean anything that's a step above fast food, any, whether be, it's a be, buffet be or a restaurant, be, be, restaurant. Be careful when you say any and all because those are absolute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you go to any you go to any of the restaurants, and it almost always seemed like, oh, you got this, you got this, and there was some sort of tofu dish in there. Well, you know, they are adding the healthy vegetarian option. Tofu goes in the veggie, right? I, I know, and it's, and it's, but it just seemed like that's a California trait, and we're not doing it that much yet. No, uh, I, th- I think what you're, you're I, missing I is they, everybody's they, adding the healthy. I mean, look, look French Market, I've, I've reviewed it twice. I, in fact, I ate again over there with Brian McDaniel. And he didn't realize it wasn't fried chicken anymore. We're in there eating, you know, the the healthy baked chicken. I mean, who wants? Yeah, it's, it's, actually, <laughs> it, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, but um, no, but uh, it's not the same. It's yeah, not baked yeah. though. It's kind of like a pressure steam cooked, uh, broiled kind of a thing, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty close to being broiled, baked, whatever. You know, it's not fried. It's it's the skin is soft. There's no breading. It's juice. You know, it's still fairly juicy. Uh, they have this kind of casserole thing I had one time. I actually ate the kid menu the last time. I just got some mac and cheese because then I got a big um, cheesecake <laughs> to go with it instead. But I tell you, the last few times I've eaten at Disneyland, I've had some tummy issues. <laughs> I don't know what's going called, on over it's there. It's called the age. Uh, I don't the, think so. The, I don't yeah, know. the insides don't like it when you mess around like that, you know, when you yeah. get up there in the years. Well, no, the one time was Space Pilot or uh, Taste Pilot Grill. It was just. The ribs there, which were really, really, really tasty. Um, rib, that's something I had never rib, tried. Did before. you in? They did you in? They give you the bubble guts. Uh, later in the night, yeah, they did. But I'll try them again because, unlike Richard, I don't believe it was that. I think it was just a combination Look. of I don't, you know, I stay up long hours. <laughs> I don't sleep a lot. I've and, got a lot going on, so I'm a little, you know, stressed out. But you know, short of that. And you drink Coke so, so like what, it's going out of style? Actually, you know, I don't. I'm almost down to like maybe one Coke a day with a, and drinking a lot of water. I'm not, oh, that's I'm not good. drinking a lot of Coke anymore. Good for you. So. I, I, I will say I, I've become the real guilty party. I've got, we've kind of done an about face. I used to be the one Coke a day man and Greg drank Coke like out of style. Now I'm drinking Coke way too much and Greg's really cut back on it. Well, I, I look at it this way. Before I drink diet, I'm quitting because the crap is going to rot your brain out, so you might as well just go for less. You know, so take it straight and go for less. Take it straight. Take it like a man. <laughs> yeah, roll over and take it like a man. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I said something at school the other night. I said, yeah, and make sure you don't yell movie in a crowded firehouse. And that's he right. looked at me. That's He hadn't heard that one either. And I'm like, that's well, Steve Martin. That's classic yeah. Steve Martin. Yeah, I, got I a, actually did that once. And I was just, everybody stared at me like, what the are you doing? I believe that because, yeah, you get that stare a lot. So <laughs> Thank you. You get that stare. <laughs> yeah, but at least I can say I've done that. Oh, I'm not sure that's necessarily a good thing, but... <laughs> But anyways, well, needless to say, even with all this research, I won't be going out to Palm Springs. It's just too far out of my way. I'm, I'm a lot about convenience, though. I do, I do look between the, you know, the three airports that I consider local here. But I have checked Ontario occasionally. Though you know, the time we flew to Vegas from Ontario because we had to go out and get Mike, I felt like I was halfway to Vegas. Oh, you were not halfway to Vegas. <laughs> I was an hour into my three-hour drive, so you know that. You know, oh, three hours. <laughs> He's so full of crap. Does not take three hours to get to okay, Vegas. Three, three and a half. Uh, my house. State line, maybe. 
okay. That's to me, state line's close enough. I'm I'm in Nevada. It's practically Vegas. Okay. <laughs> but you know, what time you go out there and you wait, and you get on the plane. Though the convenience of not driving yeah, that now, stupid two lane highway is, is now nice. a long time ago. A car and driver magazine they had always posited that if you have to travel less than 250 miles or 250 miles or less drive driving would get you there faster yeah and they did a they did a test where you know a guy they pick something and then the guy driving got there about 40 minutes before the people flying did and then left the house at the same time well so. you know for time you check your bags even if you take carry-ons you know, there is yes. time to the gate and all that stuff yes the and the how do you like to say it the groping and the yeah, the exactly. probe and all that takes. Yeah, but see, I tend to I I like to have my own vehicle. I don't like to rent. Though you know, in the long run, it might cost me the the same because I put gas in. Like, to and you got some wear and tear on the vehicle too. Yeah, to, to San Francisco, the time we drove up there and didn't get to stay, and you know, lost my timeshare points and my Disney tickets to the museum and all that. Excuse me. Um, it's a six-hour drive. It's only like a 50-minute flight. I like to have my car. I don't like to rent. I don't like to take cabs if I don't have to. If it's in California, most likely I'm going to drive. Though I am tempted many times to take the Surfliner to uh, San Diego because San Diego is easy to get around on public transportation. It's actually fairly decent in that city. Uh, and the, the uh, Surfliner gets right in there. But the Surfliner takes longer than it takes to drive. It's a nice, relaxing uh, How many stops ride, does it make? A lot. <laughs> it barely it barely gets up to speed. It doesn't seem like, and it's slowing. Where down do you pick it up at? Uh, the time I took it, I I took it out of Irvine, but you can take it out of Orange or Santa Ana. For me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Anaheim so Stadium, Hunt, Irvine, Beach, yeah, Irvine, Huntington Beach is out of the way for connections to airports, freeways, uh, train stations. You know, none of them are you know right around the corner, but. Uh, it's even worse for the train. So yeah, you're, you're familiar with the Irvine station. That's where I yes. picked it up, and that's why you know I I hadn't been on a train since I was in high school. So I'm, you know, I was going to buy my little kiosk ticket. I thought I'll go to the desk. I got a little bit of time, and I asked the lady. I said, "Is that train out there, mine?" She looked at. She goes, "That toy." It, it was the um, it was the metro, uh, the one you used to take. Yes. And she goes, "No, the real train will be along soon." <laughs> And it made me laugh. So the last place I worked at, the guy took the train in from L.A. a, a lot to the metro into uh, to Orange. And it, literally, the where we worked was at the you know the uh, uh, I don't want to call it the Circle because I hate that the Plaza in Orange. Uh, and, I still call it the Circle. That, and I grew that, up that's there. so funny. It, it's a traffic circle in the Plaza, but regardless, uh, so yeah. he could just walk. Good from luck there with and, that. Good luck with that used, Orange. Yeah, making people I used call to it always the tell him. I, that he he rides the toy train and it used to drive him crazy. So of course I kept pushing the button. So did that toy train work out for you today? <laughs> but the Surfliner is a big, huge freaking Amtrak. You know, it's uh, uh, very cool. And I took government the, subsidized train. Yeah, the business uh, section for like I don't know thirty five bucks both ways, and they serve you snacks. What I didn't know is they had full one ten outlets. I could I didn't bring my laptop. I was going to a uh, deposition. Because uh, I thought I'd have to have one of those stupid ones like you have on the airplane. And I bought one of those stupid connectors, and none of the planes I have flown on have had to, had the power plug to plug into. They might you know, have first I, class, but they didn't in coach. I, I, I couldn't find it. Not that I had the computer on this trip. 
like there was uh, on the planes are big, the big thing Wi-Fi available on this plane, and of course the Wi-Fi is ten dollars to be able to use it. But they're saying this seat has power to it because it was like every other row. This seat has power for your computer. And I'm looking all over. I'm looking in the arms. I look, it, there's a little box underneath the seat uh, between you know under. Uh, we had the uh, two chairs on the one side. It's between the chairs that you'd have to reach. All, practically have to crawl underneath the chair to plug the computer plug into it to get to it. And I didn't even notice this until the flight coming back and I saw the, because uh, we were in the back and I was just waiting for people to get out of the way and suddenly I see, what's this little box for? And then it says, this is where you plug your computer in. But yeah, it's I, under I, everything. Yeah, I asked on the last couple of flights I've been on and they, they kind of looked at me like, what? And I'm like, see, I got this power plug and they're like, no, we don't have that. I'm like, crap, you know, wrong planes. Um, <laughs> Someone comments, you can't have it in the arms because of the fat cows to take up two seats. Oh, that's funny. Oh, geez. So but, anyway, it's moving. Now, I heard um, I heard there's some shakeup going up in Burbank or Glendale. I hear they are letting go or there's there is there has been or there's going to be a big layoff at WDI. That was I have not heard I anything. I didn't want, or I was going to talk about, or I know very little other than it's going to happen, and I hear they're going to do a lot of um, contracting out. So this, a, lot, a lot less people and a lot of contracting out. This honestly is the first I've ever heard of that. Oh, I didn't expect any different, and that's, so not, I, that's not a slight. I'm just saying I heard this and yeah. uh, wondered what you guys thought. That It seems to be the trend in a lot of architectural firms. They don't, you know, I tried to convince the firm that still owes me money that this is what we should do at one point you know don't why do we need to bloat way back up because a lot of firms do this they'll they'll bloat up and then they get so they you know they get rid of people why don't we contract out just you know hire people on contract basis as we need them or, or hi, there are services like drafting services where you can just hire a firm and that's what they do they draft for other people um so it, it, apparently, I'm hearing that this may be happening uh, well, up in Glendale. It wouldn't be the first they, time they've had big layoffs. Uh, I was going to say Epcot. That was the same thing. But yeah, how many years ago was that? Twenty. Uh, we'll try twenty-six or seven now. Yeah, because that was uh, right after I started. So yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and not that it's you know I, I think we kind of look at Disney as. People, they, they control it all from the inside. But on Flickr, I've been contacted many times by people saying, hey, we built that figure. Can, can we use your picture? Um, Randall, for why I've got some emails on Randall uh, and Monsters, Inc. So you know they're contracting out. We talked about that on that, that one um, Imagineering blog where they were going to start, I think it was, was it from China, having some of the... Um, uh, the AA figures made. We were trying yeah, to, yeah. Discuss, you know, was it? Is it worth it? We're like, if if we get the quality product, do we really care where it's made? You know, as long as you they know, don't put too much lead in it. Yeah. Well, I don't think it'll matter the distance away people are, but yeah, I, I get your, I get your sarcasm there. Uh, it, it shouldn't really matter, but we always kind of think of Disney taking care of it themselves and building it themselves because you know that's what they did and. Walt's day and maybe for the next 10 years but you know they they do hire out to have things done i mean my my first experience with that actually though was when i worked at disneyland and i was fascinated with the trains and the monorails so i when when i had certain routes i spent a lot of time in the roundhouses taking my breaks talking to the guys 
and these guys were maintaining the monorail. And I was talking. He goes, yeah, we used to work for you know Imagineering, or I think it might have still been Wet at the time. I, I've kind of forgotten when that changed. But he says, yeah, we we're called uh, Show and Ride. Oh, that's cool. He says, yeah, we were part of the division called uh, Ride and Show. So they'd been laid <laughs> off, right. created their own company, and they just reversed the name, and then they got hired on a contract basis to maintain the monorail. So, you know, in a lot of senses, they're still hiring the same people. They're, it's just those people no longer have a steady paycheck to be sitting on the clock. And it well, makes a like, lot of sense from a business standpoint, you know. Well, there was. I was going to say, yeah, in addition to that, right about the time you were still there and shortly after, they were letting a lot more, lot more of the... Uh, Management the higher management level go middle and high man. I don't want to say high, higher middle management go, and they are all being brought back as consultants. Uh, working, they still kept the same office. They still stayed in the same place, but they just had a. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they were no longer quote unquote a member of the company. They were an outside consultant hired in by the company to do the same job. Yeah, I mean it goes you know, no quite benefits. Frank, yeah. yeah. Quite well, you know, that's cheaper for the. It's uh, uh, let me back up. It's more cost effective uh, for the company in a, a company in a lot of sense. The military has done this. We we had this discussion with our political gestures co-host when he was out here, and we went to the Nixon Library and everything. Uh, you know, I have a I have a big hard on, if you will, for uh, the private security forces like Blackwater and, and some of those that we've we've hired. I just don't like it. To me, it just stinks and sounds wrong. And, you know, they they weren't all under the same, uh, let's say, um, command structure or working with the same uh, rules of engagement. I, I understand they are now, but they weren't at one time. So I think of it in that sense that uh, why should we be outsourcing some of those things? But it comes down to, to cost. And Disney has been doing this with the resort hotels for a long time. I mean, you can go back as far as uh, the Floridian, for sure, uh, was designed uh, by WAT&G. Uh, and, you know, that we, had, we know, you know, through Eisner's time, they went through some of the big-name architects to do a lot of the stuff in Florida. Uh, the, the building for the World's Fair and, and 64, 65 for Carousel of Progress was done by an outside architect, uh, the building itself. So, you know, there is a history of going out to that, and it might make some sense. As long as they don't call up, you know, uh, Hurl, Hurlbut. Do you, do you guys know that name? Hurlbert? Hurl, I, yeah, maybe it's Hurlbert, yeah. Do you remember that name? Does it ring a bell? Uh, uh, Herbert, is that a, uh, I know it as an, as an Air Force base. Okay, no, no. If, if I have the name quite right, maybe somebody in the chat might know. They used to be the people who operated the log ride and the mine train at Knott's. If you wanted to work on those attractions when I worked there, you had to be hired by them, not by Knott's. Huh. So Knott's had hired this dude to make these rides and operate them at his park. Uh, you know, because back then they didn't even charge you to get in the park. They just charged you to get on the ride. Um, it wasn't until a lot of vandalism was starting to happen that they thought, okay, we need to put fences up and charge people to come in here. Uh, but it was all free for a long time. Uh, so was, I would say as long as we find that uh, uh, Disney even isn't even going to iWorks, 
because uh, iWorks is still around. Not, of course, Ubi or Ubi or Ubi or whatever his name is dead. It's I think his son or grandson running it now. As long as you don't just say, hey, you know, uh, we need this new, um, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry ride. Can you create it for us? I, th- I think that would be a little beyond the pale, but, you know, to... Uh, you know, but that still could be done if it was. A, well, let's say, let's say Richard and I were the ones who were fired or laid off, and we, you know, put our, together our own design company, and we got hired to because we had done some dark rides. We got we got hired to do the next big dark ride, um, but it got canceled because it was going to be around Princess and the Frog, and the movie did so horribly. They decided not to do the dark ride, but you know, they could come to us because we've done dark rides before. So in some sense, maybe they could. But in the back of my mind, it just, I don't know. Something about well, it bothers me a little. Yeah, it, it's in my mind. In my personal thought on it, it's kind of nice that you have, you know, total control over it from from cradle to grave on whatever the the project or the idea is. But in another sense, like you said, there you have to still have, remember it's a business, and there are certain business realities, and sometimes you're going to be able to. And we had this discussion because of uh, Mulholland Madness, because I I hated it that it was so off the shelf, and all they did was just throw some you know throw quote unquote a theme around it, but it's still the same roller coaster as what you had at Six Flags and at half a dozen uh, county fairs around the country. Mad Mouse. But, Mad Mouse, yeah. Uh, but the reality is, okay, yes, it's what it is, but you still have WDI putting its spin on certain things. And who's, for the most part, who cares if it is off-the-shelf technology that they're using and everything because they're still going to be putting their their uh, show aspects onto it. They're still going to be putting their quality control. And eventually, it's still going to be stamped with WDI and Disney. Well, you, hope, yeah, you, ho- you hope so. I mean, what carousel... Yeah doesn't exist in the parks that you can't say, well, that's just an off-the-shelf carousel. I mean, we, we know Disney bought some of these off-the-shelf, but then they went back and they modified them to, like you said, to put their twist. Even uh, Malibuomer, I mean, that's just freaking off-the-shelf, but they added some, you know, sort of it, theming to it. And Star, it, even, Star Tours it, is off-the-shelf stuff. I said for the most part. Maybe what? for the least part. We discussed this uh, quite a few shows ago about that. It is not as much off the shelf. Thank you. You're welcome. You, you, you have described it. Maybe you weren't listening to that show and you tuned me out. But that's, I probably that, that, that happens. Um, but even, I think, uh, Screaming is uh, an off the shelf. You and think? I, yeah, I wouldn't oh doubt that God. Rock and Roller Coaster is off the shelf and just well, an enclosed in a building. And, and like you say, I'm, the Disney twist added to it. The the one thing on screaming that I will say Scream, was scream, I, screaming no G that's what I said screaming no. you said screaming you, scared, you said, said screaming you had a G because that's because what I speak with a lisp maybe that's because that's what he does on the ride I, I speak with a twang uh, the one thing about screaming is that that I think is unique to that particular attraction I don't think you I think it was the first is the way the limb motors were used on it yeah we've had we've had there are other coasters that uh use the limb motors for the launching and everything else like that but i think the use of them on the main on that big hill uh bringing the, i think was unique i think that was one of the first ones that I, that I can think of that used limb motors on that and then i do remember you know i've mentioned before when we first opened up uh, screaming almost 10 years ago 
Uh, screaming. Screaming. <laughs> screaming. 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 Uh, um, that, That's really uh, hard, I know. We, we had the uh, we had Navy dudes that were watching it for about the first six months because they wanted to see how the limb motors were were reacting, being shot off every what twenty or thirty seconds with water constantly being doused over in you know day and night for how many hours do we operate it a day per week and everything else because they're getting ready to put limbs on uh, well at that time they were talking about on the Reagan which did not get limbs but I think the uh, George H. W. Bush is supposed to be getting limbs on that on the, that ship for uh, aircraft launching. Yeah, they just wanted to see the reliability. I don't know. Our closest military expert, at least for the Navy, is Mike, and I don't know if you've kept up on that stuff. Well, I know that they wanted to get magnetic launch stuff on the the Reagan, but there's no way they were getting it done. And we've the, got and one. The, oh, sorry. Go and ahead. the Bush and the Ford are supposed to be different classes of ship I thought the uh, Bush was supposed to be the uh, final Nimitz class then the Ford's the new class of ship and the Ford will be yeah. the and now it's interesting launch. that the Bush is coming before the Ford isn't it yeah I find it kind of interesting or well the Reagan before the Ford I mean uh, oh, quite yeah. frankly I'm surprised they just don't skip the Ford and find somebody else to throw on okay, there but, but you know Gerald Ford served in the Navy right yeah okay fine Gerald Ford or George H. W. Both. Both. Both of them served in the Navy. Oh wait, wait. Yeah. I thought I thought uh, H. W. was National Guard. No. No, that's w, George w. 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 was a National Guard. Oh, w. Okay. H. W. Oh, so, oh, sorry. You said H. W. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. H. W. Flew Wildcats or Hellcats. Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, Carter was a submariner. Ford. What did Ford do? Crap. Yeah. H. W. Actually got shot down. Yes. Out in the Ford, Pacific and was rescued Ford, by Ford got to the White House without being elected. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that that was a – what was the trivia question I just saw? The, triv- the trivia question is who is the only president who was never elected president or vice president? No, no, no. No, no, no. The, uh, o- the only, uh, the only uh, president that's been in a submarine was Jimmy yeah, Carter. Mean, served on a submarine or served on, served on a submarine. Carter served in submarines? Yeah, yeah, he was submariner. Yeah, Ford did. Ford was in the uh, uh, Navy. I'm trying to think what he did. Uh, but anyways, I think he was a surface warfare officer. Huh? For a weenie, that's you know. Uh, so yeah, so that makes sense, right? HW makes sense. Reagan, uh, beloved yeah, president, well, that makes sense. I'm gonna go back to um, our our stream here. I, I don't know who this is, but it's JT Salian. He's uh, he. I guess he's questioning. Uh, he said, "Why did they have to spend billions of dollars or a billion dollars to make DCA Disney Park?" And I answered back that uh, same reason they spent a lot of money on Disney MGM to bring it up to standards. <laughs> and, and he responded back, "I just mean that maybe the WDI spin isn't always enough." Um, oh, it's JT from the DPN, is who? Uh, yeah, a youngster. Yeah, um, and I know what he means. I, I, I had the big question. I, I walked around the park with um, Brian McDaniel from the full report, and you know he was kind of asking me because he had a guy with him that he they were like picking my brain. It's, you know, why did they do this like this? It's supposed to be like those the, the 
the parks we used to have along the coast. So I said, it's sort of like Coney Island. He said, well, Coney Island is not in California. So I said, I know. It's like Coney Island. We used to have a lot of these parks along the coast. And yeah, that's Pacific what it was. Yeah, Park, the Pike, Ocean Park. Yeah, and, and I said, there's still one in Santa Cruz. Um, right. And, you know, it's... Still got the it's, Santa Monica it, one. It's kind of like that, but a lot more cleaned up, you know, because most of those were somewhat seedy. Though Pacific, the Pacific, what was that? Pacific, um, the Pacific Park, what what did you call that one again, Richard? POP, Pacific Ocean Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that one was built to directly compete with Disneyland. Yeah, which I found interesting because I always thought it was older no, and, that, you, and then you found that website where it's, yeah, it's you, you know what? What I find more interesting is it outsold. It was you could almost say it was beating Disneyland's pants off for the first few years. <laughs> that's that's an easier way of putting it. <laughs> uh, why it didn't last, don't ask me. But uh, it its numbers were doing really really well. Uh, my dad worked on that. I can remember going down. After it closed, and we walked around, you know, they just had like walls up around it, and you know, he's like, "Yeah, I worked building this and that." And I that was kind of cool, but though I never, uh, as far as I remember, ever experienced the park, uh, but he took us down there to show show us stuff he had done. Um, <laughs> you can't make chicken salad out of chicken. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still see, serve it as such. Now I see Tigger is one of those sellouts and shills to to Disney World. I, I'm not going to say that DCA was a huge screw-up. It's certainly not what we originally thought it was going to be, but I don't call it a, a huge screw-up. Because quite frankly, other than Paradise Pier, I think you could say the rest of the park is themed very well. There's not a lot. There wasn't a lot to do when it opened. That's why I compared a lot to the uh, Disney MGM when it first opened. They're both kind of designed on a dog leg with no real... You know, icon. Well, there was sort of a weenie before that stupid hat, but... Um, it's you know the areas had some depth. I, I think people overlook it because of you know the one weak point, uh, Paradise Pier. Yeah, okay, Superstar Limo wasn't a great dark ride by any means, but you could still we, we go there. We try to forget. We try to forget that chapter. Yeah, yeah, but but you know it was uh, the area was themed okay. That was just a sucky attraction. I mean, not let's go back to Walt's. So we can go back to all of Walt's failures. Well, but we don't oh. need to. Not every ride makes a home run. That's why rides come and go, you know? That's why they get ripped out. I, I got to say, uh, you know, Condor Flats, Grizzly Peak. Well, uh, Tigger saying Condor were, Flats is well-themed, one attraction. So? What's the fucking point? It's still great. You guys copied it in Florida. It was so great. So, and didn't do it as well. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, uh, great background, loop, yes. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I, I hey, agree. The background I, there, loop over at Hollywood was really cool, too. I liked that one. <laughs> the one area I'd like to see expanded at DCA is the one area they can't, and that would be Condor Flats. They've, they've, they've pinned it in with no place to go. And, you know, Jeff from Houston always asked me, why do you love this area so much? I said, it's the early aviation thing. It's, it's, yes. early, it's early California. You know, I may not be a pilot, but right that doesn't stuff. mean I don't appreciate the era. I'm very much into the space program and, and flight and all that. So to me, this is, it's, it's really nostalgic. There's a, there's a lot of things you can touch that you kind of look of the age and the time. That's why I like it. 
yeah, it, that, that's it. It does have a very great feel at Condor. Yeah, Plus. I like what Spence said. Uh, attractions don't make a park. You know, there, there's got to be more to it than the attraction. The queue, the Walt Disney World queue sucks. Yes, it does. But we, well, well, they did good. their best with it, though. I mean, it's, well, you know, it's they it's made it look, look like, like the inside of an airport. Yeah, yeah the concourse. It, it, oh. I, it was just watching prior to that. Uh, what? Did, did, you, did you ride that in Florida? Yes, I did. Okay. In fact, there's a there was a humorous story that goes along with well, that. Okay. Too. Well, give me the story after I ask you the question. Don't jump ahead. Now you you know because we we ate back there in the '80s in the food court. I thought the old food court was really cool. Well, they've kind of changed it to kind of be like, you know, an airport uh, food court. An airport food court, right? It's got a kind of generic look. Okay, fine, whatever. Now they the got decent food there. Yeah, the food actually the food is a good selection of yeah. somewhat healthy food sandwiches, and, and it's a nice. And it was uh, the only. Uh, it's a nice alternate to all the fast food as well. Yeah, we, it's great yeah. counter service. Actually, the food kind of made. Yeah, I enjoyed that place. Some a lot. of the food's made fresh there. Yeah. There's a restaurant that I was never high on my list, but now that I've eaten there, I would consider it high on my list. Short of all the little stuffed animals that have to run around. The Garden the Grill. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool to eat. Well, you yeah, get your food, salad food, with the little tomatoes that come off the, the tr- that that, the that tomato plant. Yeah, the, exactly. The food was great. But here's what I'm getting to. But time I, from the first time I rode Soren there to the last time, they had changed the queue to this interactive thing. We had fast passes. The fast passes don't go through that new interactive queue. So, Richard, did you go through the interactive queue or did you do a fast pass on that one? We did a fast pass. And, okay, so you didn't get to see but, it either. No, I got you get to see it because you're in the one line that just goes below. You can look up and you can see well, the interaction yeah, you above can't. and everybody. And quite honestly, the, you know, they got that interactive queue there. They got the interactive queue, the same same exact thing, just about, I mean, different game, but it's Disney gaming over at Space Mountain, and there we also used a fast pass. Um, I don't feel I missed anything on that. Yeah, it's something to keep you busy and keep you, make you uh, do something so the time flies a little faster. But it wasn't that big a deal to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving Ray a hard yeah, time. Yeah, I see you. you. I see you, didn't I? Wait, what's uh, so stupid but, but, about... But, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to let you get to your story. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Tigger back to task here. He probably doesn't like uh, Hester, Chester and Hester's area either. Uh, but what's wrong with Buzz? I, I might agree that I, those kitty rides, I think, is separating parents from kids. Not like what Walt wanted to do if we wanted to get in all that kind of crap. Um, but it is kind of a place where the kids go have some fun. And adults can ride in those stupid little rides if they want. But it, 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 I thought, as much as I don't like the kitty rides, I thought the theme. There is well themed, yes. It felt good that you were tiny little people and these big, huge plants. The Tower of Terror seems kind of out of place. You could almost say the Force Perspective does make it feel like, you know, Honey, I Shrunk the, the Kids type of thing. But, um, well, Ray, if you can't fit into things, maybe you need to go on a diet. <laughs> no, Ray's actually not that big of a guy, actually, so he should no. be able to write all of them. But, um, yeah, it's not a place I go because the bumper cars barely get up to any bumpering speed, but... Um, I don't know. I think the kids like Bugsland. I don't particularly care for it, but I think it's themed well, and it serves a purpose. It's always busy. 
So I kind of judge things like that. It's like going back to that question, should we keep this attraction open? Well, nobody's coming into it. Why should we? Well, it's nostalgic. It was around when Walt, who gives a fuck? No one's going in there. Yeah, oh, but, look okay, at Bugs you, Last. We don't like Bugs Land, but it's full, so it's doing something right. Exactly. Right? And, and, and just to throw in your question about it separates kids. And like you said, when my kids were going on it all the time, when they were smaller, I went on with them. I went on the very, 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 very slow-moving bumper car ride. Well, yeah, the thing on how small you have to ride. Heimlich's. I, I went on the very, very uh, small, slow Heimlich choo-choo train with the uh, odorizers so, okay, wait, in I, there. So what if it's a walk-by, right? It, it serves a purpose for a certain amount of people, and it's ca- a lot of things are walk by. For Richard, Everest is a walk by. <laughs> so you know, it's not yes, diminishing. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's not diminishing the fact it's a great attraction at Stinkwell, but not everything is for everybody. That's why there's a variety of things. If it was all, you know, if we only needed the Magic Kingdom, we wouldn't have all the other parks, right? I mean, come on. Uh, I, okay, I, what is, what's in there? Three uh, three attractions, right? Heimlich. Bugs Land? Yeah. No, there's five, I think. There's Heimlich, there's the Ladybug, there's the bumper cars, or maybe it's four, and the, the kind of like. The Flyers. Um, okay, the so flyers. I've, I've ridden the Flyers That's made, that made me sick. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I got off that. Going, I've never ridden that thing again. But the, you you go on Mission Space, right? Yeah, it's just the spin. The, it's, the, too, it's too tight of a spin. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, tea, the teacups. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can handle the teacups because I'm sitting on top of the spinning part, right? Oh, okay. I, okay. Yeah, I it, it was just in the sweet spot, you know. If it's a little bit farther out, like you know, Dumbo or Rocket Jets, that's okay. You know, okay. you're sitting on top of it like teacups, okay. But just that as, that distance that the that it's out there, I'm going, one, oh my gosh. As one that gets as one that gets sick on teacups, I'll grant Mike this one. Flicks, Ladybug, Tuck and Roll. What's Tuck and Roll? Is Tuck and Roll the bumper cars? That's the bumper cars. Then what's the Ladybug? So what's Francis's thing? Oh, crap. I got to go look at a freaking map now. Cause Francis, uh, Ladybug, hey, Boogie. Who, who's, who's Ray asking the question? Boogie. Do you go on Silly Symphony Swings? I have been on it twice. I, okay. When yeah, they first have, opened it as the Orange Stinger, they had a weight limit on it. Which and made, I, and you're, you're right. I've never, I never went on that when it had the weight limit. Which There's made no me afraid. Oh, that it wouldn't handle you? Yeah, well, because I was at, you know, I was at or maybe a little bit above the weight limit, so. There's actually, you know, it's a short, the new one, it's a short attraction, but it actually is kind of cool, and I I don't know how to say this. There's kind of a weird, freeing sensation. You're just up there, and, you know, it's almost like, you know, kind of free-flying in a way. It's not something you... closed anymore. Yeah, it's not, you know, you go on the... um, the big silver dildos. It's not the same, you know. Uh, that that that's lame. Yeah, you know, it it had it has its its purpose, I guess. But this, I don't know, something about the swing, which I've been used to go on in the fair occasionally. Um, I don't know. There was something kind of cool about it. It just wasn't very long. Um, to answer the question real quick, what was the limit? If it when it first opened, if I remember correctly, the limit was two hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, I'm a Spence, Spence Takes one to know one, Spence. I know you were carrying some extra LBs too there, Bubba. <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah, the and then, they, then they went to 250, and uh, okay, never mind. Uh, we're, spinning, <sighs> we're spinning into the netherworld here. <laughs> well, so, great, great story going on to uh, when I was over at uh, Soaring. And, I, and yes, I will add a G to Soaring. it if I feel like it. Um, <laughs> 
when I was on Soren over at uh, Walt at uh, Epcot, uh, I got on the ride, and lady that was a single writer sitting next to me and she started she's one of those talkative types that just likes to carry on your conversations sometimes so she, that should have fit in well with you because you do the same thing to yeah. other people <laughs> <laughs> you, that's anyway. the laugh that's the laugh when he knows I'm right I, I know no, that. that's that's the laugh when you're pissed you're irritating me no oh, um, oh, okay. so, <laughs> I am right I might be irritating but I'm right I can tell so anyways she started asking questions about that. So, I got, yes, I fit right in. I ended up talking with her during the ride, and I'm giving her this whole little, <laughs> yeah, really? that's so-and-so over there, that's so-and-so over there. And she's going, wow, wow, that's cool. And it's like, I gave the nice little tour of California on that. What I was going to say, you're talking about the airport concourse. I, um, before we went to Florida, um, Catch Me If You Can had been on television. and. The the end scene where uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio decides to travel up one more time, and you have um, what's the Tom Hanks standing there and letting him go. I'll see you Monday morning. And everything you had that concourse at JFK that had that real I want to say that almost futuristic 2001 look to it. It was all white with the blue lights and everything. The concourse over at uh, Soren. It gave me the same type of feeling, like it was trying to be that type of a concourse going into it. All right. See, now, the concourse you're talking about, JFK, is that, it's, what is it, Terminal 2, 4? I don't I know. There's no a, it's closed, but it looks futuristic looking, almost like the Anaheim Convention yeah. Center, right? But it's closed. Um, but all the airport stuff was filmed at Ontario Airport, the closed, no longer in use terminal at Ontario Airport. So, so uh, you know, but that that but that's the type of concourse that uh, it, it gave me the feeling for. And the one comment I got to say about between that and uh, California Adventure is, I didn't even say anything. Both my wife and my kids were making the comments, but, but I agree with it. I like our entryway, our uh, waiting area, a lot better. I know it doesn't fit to Florida because for us, it's all the. Uh, the, the entire entryway going into Soren has a lot of the great aviation milestones and also the great aviators that are of California uh, as you go through it. Yeah, it doesn't have any. It doesn't have the same meaning to Florida, but it just seemed to me it's just a little bit more to look at than a now, video. I, I totally agree, and I got to say that when I had to fast fast in Florida. I would have been better off getting in a standby. It was so poorly run. I was, I was really disappointed. But I, yeah, I think they would have been better off. Since you're, you're, I always take it that I'm supposed to be like hand gliding. You know, that's kind of the yeah, feel. That's why they put yeah. that, that that dude that's hang gliding with you. Yeah. I I thought in Florida they probably would have been better off making the queue more around that you know the what you could do with hand gliding what you you know or ultralights and and things of that nature rather than this airport because i mean who goes to an airport like that to get on their glider all right you know usually you jump off the side of a cliff you and know, uh, you know. It'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how, how if and how they redo it because we all have heard that they're supposed to be uh doing more filming to uh, do a new Soren, 
attraction that you know beyond California. Other things are supposed to be going on. And it'll be interesting to see how they tie that in if they do change the entryway going into it. Well, I finally, you know, when I had talked to you both of you guys about it before, and you were explaining where they were putting the attraction in where the kitchen cabaret and everything was, I kept thinking they don't have the room. I didn't realize there was a separate building that they built beyond that. That oh, you're just yeah. going through the queue to go. You go where kitchen cabaret used to be is the entrance queue going into it. Right into now, by the way, the did, I I actually didn't notice this for a long time till one of. Uh, the dudes over at Character Breakfast was mentioning it. And I guess I had never turned and looked at this particular angle. But if you're over by where Equatorial Africa was supposed to be, uh, maybe towards Germany, and you look back towards um, Canada, you see this very large, unthemed building that really is not a good backdrop for Canada. Uh, unless from Canada, they they can see Russia from there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, did, you, did, did you hear? Did you hear yes, the uh, yes, latest I, little jab? Okay, that was I found that funny. But because uh, you heard what she what she uh, texted back to him, right? Yes, yes, okay. I did. So, anyways, yeah, they could have done something to the backside of that building. Let's just put it that way. Uh, now that it's been pointed out, I was surprised I missed it. It's like a sore thumb. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, same thing. I didn't notice it before, and then when we were talking that night when we did the show, a uh, day or two later, I happened to be standing where you told me to, and yeah, it, it really stands out bad. It's it's painted that real light grayish blue, so I guess it's supposed to try to blend into the sky work, but once you see it, it really does stand out. And I am surprised they don't theme it better because I'm thinking... Well, uh, they didn't do Everest, which is like, you yeah. know, a smack, smack in the face as you're driving yeah. in. But well, then I'm, I don't I'm get thinking that of, whole... of Star Tours, though you got the whole back half of the building, but the back half that shows Main Street, they got the uh, Main Street, turn-of-the-century Victorian-style facade yeah. on that yeah. building, so it blends into the Main Street area. Yeah, it does. It does a pretty good job. I mean, you, you can't hide Space Mountain. I mean, there's certain things that are just going to be large. Well, I mean, you, but I mean you, you would think that they would do something to you would think so to cliffs yeah. at least paint it. You know, do an Indiana Jones to where you just put a tarp on there with with forested trees or something, so it just you know looks like it's oh, part of the or something. Like that. What I was in the tra- the the new door trams. Uh, that's what an odd looking vehicle that is. They are. They're but, weird. I don't, I don't know what I heard somebody say. And it was one of those moments where you want to turn and correct people when they say really, really stupid things in the park. We've all been there, right? You, you know, you'll be in the front of the castle and they'll, you know, say something like they're going to tear this down and make it bigger because, you know, Florida has a bigger yeah. one. Some stupid thing like that. You're like, you really want to correct them, but then you don't, you just don't want to get into it, right? Don't, don't, yeah, don't waste That's right. It. And somebody said something on the tram about the uh, the build, the Indiana Jones building. I don't know, something to the effect that I don't know if it was about pirates or or it was new in the last year. I mean, there was something that I'm just like, just shut your mouth, don't say it. <laughs> yeah, your inner voice is going. Yeah was this uh, was this in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Yeah, well, you it was, know, it you was just notice, so absurd that uh, you did notice they took all the uh, camouflage canopy down off of it. They're I don't they're supposed to be putting something new up there, and they 
were. They, uh, it was still it was still up the last time. Oh, I was it still up? Because I was walking through there at six in the morning <laughs> and. They must have read it on Ice Age. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) But I, but I was walking through a downtown Disney uh, at six in the morning, and here's these guys up on the roof because all the uh, camouflage stuff is down, and they're banging on the uh, those steel, what those steel studs that they use up there uh, to uh, make the little mountainous jagged part of the building up there just the facade work and i'm thinking of course the thing i'm thinking in my mind is i'm looking at them banging on these steel studs at six in the morning and then i look right across over at the grand california hotel at all the windows facing this i'm going there's gonna be a lot of complaints this morning yeah they shouldn't start quite that early but Oh well, that's that's just what happens. Oh, you know, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you. I, I didn't quite get. Maybe you can explain it to me. Maybe it doesn't really matter, but it does to me. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just say it doesn't matter. You, because I know you didn't rent a car except for the one day you you went off property, but you you made some big deal about why you took the buses versus getting on the monorail, and really oh. you don't have a big choice if you hopped on your buses no. at at the beach club. It's going to automatically take you to the bus drop off that was the first day we were there and epcot opened up early that day and we were talking about we could oh just jump on the monorail there jump on the monorail but i didn't want to since the kids didn't remember it all that well i wanted to go through taking the buses over to the magic kingdom first before we start with any of the other parks we wanted to go to the magic kingdom first and then we'll go to epcot so uh we took the bus to Magic Kingdom that morning and went in. And, of course, when we're in Town Square, the buildings are taller. It's a, it's yeah, a little bit yeah. bigger area. The kids can't quite see the castle, and this is where it goes into the whole castle story. And yeah, no, I, I heard that part. I was just yeah. curious about but the that, bus. That was, it was just that first day. We had the opportunity to go to Epcot first, but we wanted to start with the Magic Kingdom first because that, that's the start of the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I've, I've liked to end, I've liked to end all my trips if possible to Magic Kingdom. Though I don't think it's their best park, but it was the first park I ever experienced there. It was kind of nice leaving it last. But the last couple of trips that that I don't think it happened. But um, you know, it was kind of a just kind of a nostalgic thing, if you will. But our the, first two trips were like that: uh, Magic Kingdom last the last park, and then slowly but surely, we the Magic Kingdom has become a one visit. Yeah, only for us, yeah, and we yeah. maximize our time in places we can't get. Yeah, the Magic Kingdom really is becoming more of a uh, half-day sort of we could yeah. skip park, you know. It's, get there. You know, you know, kind of looking back at it, that could probably be a, your explanation there, is we spent several days at the Magic Kingdom, um, as opposed to that you probably wouldn't spend several days there. We did because the kids wanted to be going over, and they, they wanted to experience all those different things. We did ride the Spitting Camel ride. Uh, you know, we went on Haunted Mansion several times. Now, what, okay, we, so, that, that, oh, we went, right, on, did, Tom, we went on, we went on Tom Sawyer's Island with the vending machines at Aunt Polly's now. I, I did, I, what? They have vending machines yeah, over there? Yeah, Aunt Polly's is closed, but they do have ice cream and soda vending machines there. Uh, I, I wondered if they still used it because well, I, in the times I was there, probably we considered off-season and something like that usually wouldn't be be open. Uh, though I do remember eating there back when I think we went there and when Mark and I went there. But um, 
I think I did ask you about the Magic Kingdom, and you didn't seem to notice the great new sound effects in the stretching room. But overall, uh, oh, I uh, I, I um, noticed them, but they they sound great. But I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the right spot to really say they were super spectacular. Uh, you know, it, it should nice. it shouldn't matter where you are in that room. You know, I've I've done it quite a few times, and it it just blows our sound effects in that room away. It's just um, just amazing. But all right, just. Maybe maybe they didn't. Maybe they only had four of the uh, seven tracks working. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, there's always the possibility of the of the breakdown on one day. But the Escher stairs and some of the others. I thought they did a real good job in the rehab. Uh, but then you know when you you've also it's been seven years. So I had been going you know like every year one or two times. So you know I had things fresh in my mind. Uh, sometimes I think you know time changes things in your mind. Oh yeah. That, you know, it's not really oh, yeah. been that way. In your mind, you thought it was going to be. And 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 also, uh, the company that you keep. My in my mind, when we're in the haunted mansion, I'm paying a lot of attention to, you know, wife and kids, kids, and that type of stuff. Uh, you've had the opportunity to actually go in on your own to and really study what the sound is sounding like in comparison. No, I'm not, I just I'm, I just walk in there like any other tourist and stand there and wait for the show to happen i'm like wow that's pretty fucking cool um but do you have do you have two kids asking well what's this what's that or is that wait yeah uh, kids are talking to the attraction tell them no so you, you've led us to believe one thing's happening and actually the other thing is happening i so i don't there, there there was a conversation about that that these are not elevator rooms like we have at Disneyland. There, there was a little bit of a conversation of that going on in whispers between us. So and you're not paying attention is what's happening. Part that is partly true. Okay, that that that's now everything's starting to come together. Okay, um, so that's, distracted. <laughs> yes, very distracted. And I, I think that's also what I was kind of bringing up to the point of I'm paying attention to kids and everything, so I'm being distracted. I, I'm trying to figure out what paying paying attention to kids means because your kids aren't. So young, you should have to have your hand no, on. No, I don't. Them. I don't have to have my hand on. But there's questions that have to be. Well, don't have to be answered. But regardless of whether I answer them or don't, they're still going to be asked. So anyway, yeah, you, you know, it's just what I do. Hold your questions until the end of the tour. <laughs> yeah, you try to do that on this show. It doesn't work that well either. Uh, but uh, no, I know. I've, I've been. You know, I have to say, every time I go into Disneyland, and all the locals are repeating. The sh- you know crap the show with the show as much as I, I can kind of find it funny in some at, at some points I I usually will look around and I see one or two that you can tell are not locals going what the hell with yeah exactly with their yeah. eyes like what if I just walked into it's like going to a Star Wars convention or something uh, you know can't I enjoy this the, the the people don't really get the same experience because you know the loud mouths have to you know do their thing it's like going it's like with my luck on pirates i end up with the families who are on the cell phones talk extremely loud or take a flash and, photography in flash photography and other languages at the highest volumes uh you know all that so oh, and of course my favorite is the flash photography at circle vision we had a couple of those people over in uh canada to the point that finally they said please no flash photography I'm thinking. Let them take all the flash photography they want. Just yeah, but they're annoying me while they're yeah. doing it too. 
So. I know. It's like the people you see that stand up to glass or to pictures um, to take a picture, and you just know they have this big bright spot. I mean, I've, I've taken pictures inside the uh, the 360s and got some really kind of cool shots, but not with a flash, no. Yeah. Greg, someone's calling you out for talking on Pirates. Sunday night. Uh. <laughs> Dude, Greg, you and Doug were flapping your... Yeah. You know, we might have been because I've got to the point where isn't that the thing to do on the ride? <laughs> yeah, no, it usually happens to me when I'm yeah, videotaping. But yeah, I think uh, I think we, I don't remember what Doug and I were talking about. But yeah, we were I think we were flapping our gums. So nice. So, so there. Thanks for calling me out. All right. All right. So uh, have you got it out of your system, Greg, that uh, Can we actually get on to the topic of the show? No, How long are we into? No, that okay. We're we're wrapping this <laughs> okay. up, and the topic Spin. of this show is is, okay. is Greg's Greg's oh, rebuttal you, on Greg. Oh no, no, you you could call it uh, uh, shit sucking bastard if you want. <laughs> um, I think uh, Spence Man is highly incorrect on this last thing because I do not sing in the tiki room. Sleeping, uh, it says oh, sleeping. Sleeping, sing. Oh, that that might be true. I catch power naps when necessary. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know if I, did I tell you the last time I went there, a guy had, oh yeah, I did say but he just needed to go on to see the non screwed up version of the Tiki room here at Disneyland. That's right. Um, yeah. Sleeping, I believe, or I'm, as my grandmother used to say, I'm just resting my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. Um, Checking for leaks. See, now, I'll say that flat out. There was discussion about seeing Tiki Room over in Florida. The moment I brought up Iago, everybody passed. Uh-huh. Nobody likes it. Uh, we we didn't go see it because no, nobody uh, likes Iago. Nobody nobody cares for the thought of having Iago being the host of the show. You know, it's it's, 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 it's you know, what's his name that does the voice for him? Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy and everything, but just that voice. You can only handle it for a few minutes. Okay. I, I got to go back, though, to this, Richard. It's – you never know. It might be your favorite ride or attraction. You're right. You're right. You, you should try to experience everything and draw your own conclusions and not draw them on what everybody else is saying. You know, we bag on the uh, Reader's Digest version of Pirates. There are some people that just think that's the best thing in the world, and they don't need all the extra stuff that the Disneyland one does because it's perfect – the way it was in Florida. I was, I was it's, it's, like, it's like having a d- director's cut at Disneyland with stuff that's not needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody's got their view. So when you I was don't say, who was things, at the beginning of the show before we came on the air and we were that we, I want to say we don't bag on Pirates of the Caribbean at Walt Disney World. I do. We, I, I enjoy it. I have fun with it. I go back to World again. I'll be writing it again. I really enjoy the queue. The only thing I got to say is like, like you said, Greg, it's the reader di- Reader's Digest. It's just so short and so small in comparison. Now, yeah. here's something. I don't know in Bobby's world that some prefer Sleeping Beauty Castle. I dig Cinderella's Castle, but Cinderella's Castle wouldn't work at Disneyland. The height of the castle to the street, the size of the park, nah, is perfect. It, it could have maybe been a little bigger. It just is what it is. It's, it's and in that sense... I you know I like Cinderella's Castle because I can go eat in it. Uh, yep. You know it's it's bigger. It's got some some cool things. It looks good. I I like ours. 
I like them both. I, you know, it's it's one, and, and now since I don't see one is better than the other because there's there's not, you know, there's not like going through an attraction and and, and saying there's stuff missing. It's just it's kind of it's like is the train station better at Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom? One's well, a bigger train station. They're still just a train station. You know, the castle is kind of a castle. But when you compare I, a ride you, to a if, ride, if you want to argue about castle problems. How many times a day is the castle forecourt closed at Magic Kingdom where you can't walk through it? Yeah, that's the pain. For in for a show, whereas you know the nice little compass rolls. Tigger's saying some people like a castle you can touch. You can touch all the castles. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but uh, well, well, one, the one thing I will say is I do like, or I like the thought of having different castles Disneyland, Sleeping Beauty's Castle uh, Magic Kingdom uh, Cinderella's Castle Um, I don't particularly care for the fact that both Tokyo has (laughs) the same type the same (laughs) wearing a nice glow necklace too (laughs) Um, I don't particularly care for uh, having the exact or near exact same castle over in uh, no, don't, don't say near it is the same castle it's just got okay, a well, I've never house. been there so I can't make my own comparison so I'm well I only not, know because I've done I'm the research not to it's make the absolutes okay so um, oh, and me. the same thing same thing in Hong Kong having a near the same castle Cinderella. As, oh, yeah uh, that sleep, is a great picture Sleeping Beauty nice because, because yeah, I'm still you, waiting for mine Vincent's online gaming in the other room so I'm then you start making those type of comparisons of which castles better than France has a very different style castle, and I like having the different styles because it just makes each one unique in their own form. See, I, 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 I don't find a castle comparisons like an attraction comparison. It's it's not kind of the same component, I don't think, uh, as an attraction. It's like saying comparing the Main Street train stations. Disney World is very cool. It's very um, um, ornamental, if you will. It's big. That doesn't necessarily make it better, but when you actually have, you know, scenes missing or scenes added to attractions or different type of ride vehicles, then you can. I mean, that's a little. To Here, me, that's that's. Here, here's you know, your Here's your explanation. I have ADD, so I prefer the Pirates Readers Digestible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for the ending of that attraction, where you're backed up. And you're getting bumped into, and you're getting bumped into, get off the ride. And you can still see the ride. I like how Disneyland brings you out of the experience and didn't get you off the ride. I find that more attractive. Short of that, I could probably um, take them as almost even attractions. But that last kind of breaking of the, um, the, the experience is kind of what blows it for me, I think. I, I'll that, agree that's, with that's the that's the huge thing. Other than that, everything's kind of pushed closer to you. It's not as spread out, you know, as ours. But um, I do know. like their queue over there. I like our queue too. Queue is, it's very, is very cool, but it's very cool out there. Yeah. I don't know if you can really okay. call yeah. ours a queue. It's kind of like walking the door. Uh, yeah, most of our turn, queues turn inside. Left. Yeah. All right. Anyways, and, uh, I think it's time to to wrap things that's, up. That's fine. If you because you only spent two hours really kind of dissecting Richard's trip to Florida. Well, I, you know, it's, you know. Hey, we got some other leave, stuff in, yeah, you know, to, we talked about cool. airplane rides. 
but yeah, uh, you know, it's eleven thirty. <laughs> it's work it's night. Nice. You're finally seeing the picture that. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm laughing at his last post. His ass is rumbling. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's uh. Let's wrap it up and say goodnight and and call this one done. Don't you think that's done. a good idea? Done. Okay. Good. Put a fork Gr- in it. Yes, please. Roll. All right. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What? Before we wrap it up, is there anything that we need to plug for uh, anything coming up soon? No. No. There's, hey, I'm just so, asking. You're, you're, there's you're nothing, so freaking out of time, There's nothing Richard coming up. <laughs> hey, well, you know, just brought up the question. Jeez. Okay, well, no, it's, it's viable. And the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> right. If I care. All right, That's then. Funny. It's not um, like it's going to be posted this next week. No, <laughs> no, I did the one we did what week ago, two weeks ago, still not up. So, yeah, I know I've been unmotivated. That's that's why I'm wondering: is there anything coming up in January that we need to talk about now? Yeah, uh-huh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, wh- whatever that East Fest thing, the DPN I think is still doing in Florida. It's coming up in December, yeah, December. so maybe we should plug it now because we know, like, say we don't know when this will be posted. Ah, so. a couple weeks. I just gotta get motivated. World Holiday, yes, Vince, man, that's what it was called. Did the trooper go away? Dude, we lost lots of people. Okay, that's all. Yeah. We because we were we uh, weren't talking about very much interesting to. Yeah, you know, we we really couldn't decide what to talk about at all. So, uh, have yeah. you guys seen yeah. fan fanboys? By the way, negative. <sighs> I, oh. Katrina and Karen just saw it the other night. I, I'd seen it before, but she brought it in on. On Netflix, oh my God, they they could not stop laughing. It was like, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's it's not one of these movies I'm trying to bug you to see because it was made on, you know, little money, blah blah blah. It's just a funny ass movie, uh, and and you know, there's some great conflicts between you know Trekkers and uh, Star Wars guys, and Star Star Wars guys, yeah, you know, they're gonna go break into the uh, Lucas uh, Lucas thing. Uh, Oh, I forgot what it's called. And there's all kinds of people you'll know who oh. they are, you know. Wait, maybe I it's, did see that. I think that one came up on uh, IFC or something. Yeah, and or Sh- the, Shander uh, was in it. Yeah, okay, I did see that. Makes a little cameo role saying he can yeah. get in. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that just a h- hilarious movie? It was funny, yeah. Okay. All right. Just had to add that last Thanks bit. Thanks for that. That's awesome. Tidbit in there. Um... Well, anyways, yeah, if anybody wants to meet up at the park, let us know. You know, we should do another in-park show. We haven't done one yeah, in a while. It's time. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, boys. It's good time night. to say good night. Good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you.